Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. all you blatantly beautiful bipeds it's time for another uh session of ranting here we are ignore the rant i'm doug and i'm here as always with jim and arona back to the trio yes yeah i'm back again we're one lady less this week yes we lost one (laughs) (laughs) couldn't keep her around yeah yeah. Oh, the stone skipped. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. She, she skipped town. Yeah. After about day two and a half, she's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, yeah. I I didn't expect her to last that long. I know. Kudos. Kudos, Stone. I don't remember much of it. I, I honestly, most of that weekend is uh, very much gone in my mind. I was not present for most of it, at least mentally. Yeah. As a birthday weekend should be. Yes. No one wants to remember turning in another year older. That's... So, depressing. So, congratulations. You did it well. Oh, thank you. You made it through. Yeah. Unfortunately, did not throw up uh, here in the studio, which uh, almost became a reality. Yeah. No, just outside. <laughs> 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 just a stone's throw away. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I detected a vegetable medley yeah. in there. Yeah. There's a salad bar. Okay. Oh, okay. That's enough oh, of that. Oh, That's oh, enough oh. of that. We're not, we're not a gross and disgusting podcast. We're just... Uh, Vile in other ways, which I'm sure we will get into this week. We're all just lovable scamps. Oh, yeah. But, man, what a week. What a fucking frustrating week. I got to say that right off the top. This has been (laughs) one doozy. A doozy. Since the last time I was in front of this microphone, it's been one kick in the nuts, one wallop in the wanker, uh, right after the other. First, my dogs went down to your elephants. In embarrassing fashion. Well, you know, um, it happens. I don't gloat. (laughs) No, No. I'm not a gloater, but yeah, it had to happen. Yeah, scoring zero points in the second half is a very, very bad plan to win football games. I don't know if they're aware of that in Athens, but uh, someone should get on the fucking horn. Let them know that (laughs) scoring points is still key to winning games. But I will stick to my guns. What I told you before the game. Uh, started is it really doesn't matter yet it doesn't it matters in december yes now we're not going to stay on sports for too terribly long because there's a lot more interesting shit to talk about this week but all georgia has to do is win out yeah Mm -hmm. that's it all right that's it and you'll be we'll be playing each other again because i'll be honest if we had won last weekend but say lost to florida or any team upcoming yes i'd be more pissed about that loss than i am about last week well well, you know this is this is like i said this is going to be a cycle for a long time uh alabama and georgia will probably be meeting twice a year you know for for a long time i hope so because then that means we're doing something right but i swear to god if kirby doesn't doesn't figure out the quarterback situation and get that shit fixed because now he's in his sixth year right fifth year sixth year. year fifth year i'm not i'm not a numbers guy yeah yeah it's fifth year he has fumbled the quarterback position every step of the way. Now, recruiting them in, he's done great. But once they're in, he is fucked 
fucked it all to shit. Right. Uh, so anyway, get your shit together, Kirby. Yeah, you give any coach four years in college. Yeah. You know, you give them the the span of a fucking of a school life. Yeah, you know? and as yeah. of right now, uh, Georgia didn't play this week, so thank God we can't lose. Uh, as of this very moment in time, Kirby Kirby's quarterback situation today is far worse than the, when he came in as a head coach. So right. if we're looking at that trajectory. It's on a downward trend. That's the most important position on a football field. Get your shit together, Kirby. Right. Now, I can't. Cor- I can't do it for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. The uh, they got around to the second stringer finally uh, this last week, right? No, oh, no, we're still what? on our fourth string. Who is our starter? Our fourth string walk on uh, Stetson Bennett, all five foot eleven of them, which is a few inches generous. Who's throwing it at the back of our lineman's head? He's he's the only <laughs> starter we've had since week one. Because our yeah. second string now, Dewan Mathis, they're not even giving him a look. I suspect he'll transfer. Uh, I would if I were him. And JT Daniels, our supposed first string, uh, hasn't even taken a snap at all this season. And we keep being told he's medically cleared, he's physically able to play, but nothing. That was what was cool about Tua last week. They put Tua in for just... Switching over just, to the NFL. Just long enough. Well, yeah, yeah. But they put Tua in just long enough so you could see what he can do. You well, know? he's a starter now. Yeah, well, I, I, but, but that's what I'm saying. They got his feet wet in a game that, I mean, we dominated. <laughs> you know, yeah. the Dolphins just dominated, J- which everybody How do you knows. spell domin- <laughs> the, the Jets, How do you spell you know, domination? J-E-T-S. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but they, they are the whipping boy of yeah, the NFL. They are, they oh, are. Yeah, they but, are. But, and, and I know that what, you know, that was really a good game for him to get his feet wet, though it was. Yeah, no, that's the way it should be done. Uh, in a meaningless game. Yes. Throw your, throw your eventual starter in, <clears throat> Georgia. And uh, figure that shit out. <laughs> yes. God damn, I'm tired of seeing the quarterback position in Athens. Have just they mean got nothing? A, have they got a starter in Georgia? So supposedly we have a five star who was a starter at USC uh, out in California, who was all hailed as this great next you know pocket passing phenom, and he tore his ACL early last year, last uh, September. Yeah, that's right. He got hurt. I remember that. And he transferred out of USC back in. Uh, a few months ago, early, right. earlier this year. Right. And he was medically cleared to play after week one. We've now had, what, four games? Oh, wow. Or five, I guess now. And uh, still haven't even gotten a whiff of the field. I guess Kirby doesn't trust the doctor. At this point, throw him out there. Like, what are we What are we waiting for? I don't, I don't, well, it seems with the craptastic game they had last week, it would have... Seemed like prime time to hey, give them a shot. That, that, hey, that game, that was a good game. I'll say this. That was a good game. It was. Dude, you're playing you're, uh, one of the most dominant teams. Yeah, the first half was fine. There. Yeah, yeah. It was, it it was. was the way that I was expecting it right, to go. The right. second half, yeah, they when we apart. didn't show the fuck up, you can't throw three interceptions right. in he, Tuscaloosa the, yeah, yeah. and expect to do anything but lose. Right. Especially when all three of those interceptions result in touchdowns. Right. You're 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 negative twenty one points there. And we lost by twenty one or twenty four, something like that. So yeah, we got some cleaning up to do. Um I would love to see JT Daniels sometime soon. I know uh, I speak for all of Nation when I say that, because uh this shit is old. I'm over it. <laughs> now, if if you've been listening to us for a while, you saw how long I gave the Falcons. I gave them 
one week <laughs> before I gave up on him. Last week was my one week of don't do that shit again. There. There you go. Moving on to other wonderful things. <laughs> I've got one more football sure. related story. Sure. Uh, Dana Stubblefield. Did you see that? I don't know who that is. Uh, he played for the 49ers. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's he's probably older than he. Anyway, he's he got sentenced to 15 years in prison for rape. Uh, from a 2015 incident, unnecessary and, uh, contact. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just about, read it today. I that's just a read 15 it. Year pen- 15 year penalty. Yeah, fif- <laughs> oh he got God. 15 years to life in prison. Well, and um, what have we learned, boys and girls? And and in the reading, when I was reading uh, through the story, they were saying uh, it's almost like the judge was saying that she. Uh, or that he felt like he had got away with things that he had never been punished for. Oh, and, a little retribution. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want out of your judges. In the reading of the story that I read, it was like it was almost like what? So what the fuck does that mean? I mean, you're not supposed to be tried, but on what you're tried on, you know? And, yeah, uh, but you know, yeah, it was like OJ. You know, when the OJ thing went down with him stealing the memorabilia back, you know? And, oh yeah, they're and like, they we're gonna get you out of this for years, you know? It's, it, it just blew my mind because I, you know, Dana Stubblefield. He was a great player, man. I mean, uh, played for the 49ers. Back in the 80s? Uh, uh, 90s. Back in the 90s. Oh, okay. He's 49 years old. Killer player. He was a killer player. But a but terrible it, person. All yeah, right. Yeah. It was, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Just, it was just, it was like, you know, when Vic got busted for the dog fighting uh-huh. and shit, you know, it was like, what the fuck? I, I'll never get these guys that can't get out of the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like um, Aaron Hernandez. They get all this money and fame. And really, with somebody like Aaron Hernandez, he had a career, dude. He had a he had a very long career ahead of him. Yeah. But I think with Aaron Hernandez, he had some other demons. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 couldn't, was, he couldn't come to grips with who he actually was as a person. Right. He yeah, couldn't he get over the fact that he loved dudes. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He liked dudes a lot, and that drove him into a, a very dark rage right. that uh, resulted in uh, murdering people. <laughs> It's like, okay, how did that, how'd that work out? Right. Oh, you hung yourself in, right. in prison. And I get it. You know, I know those guys, they're, they're all about respect and then, you know, don't be disrespecting and all this shit. I get that. I get it. <laughs> I mean, I do. I understand that's what they care about, uh, but, no, it's, but it's pretty fucking But they're gay. young and you got to look at how young they are still too, you know? Well, sure. Um, sure. I just don't make any excuses for it. I, I think it's ridiculous and, uh. You got to get over that shit. Yeah. Otherwise, your life will be ruined no matter how successful, how much money you got in your bank account. But yeah, Dana Stubblefield, uh, crazy, man. Come on, dude. Fuck. Well, quit, raping the, quit raping the youngsters. Well, I think that uh, rape is still going to be part of his life. Yes. Just uh, a little differently <laughs> a little, now. A little different. Whoa, 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 youngsters? It'll feel a little different. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, know. I was like, wait, you, you might have left out a bit of the headline. He was a youngster I mean, at one point. This <laughs> okay. didn't just pop up out of nowhere. The, this problem, if you're going to be raping people at any point in your life, yeah. it probably something Broke not so great happened yeah. when you were a youngster. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, so... Continuing my week of frustration, man, we're just off to a rosy start. Yes. Uh, my Braves. My fucking Braves. Choked. Yeah. Hard. My, my, my Atlanta slash Georgia sports legacy that's going on here is is the most consistent thing in all of sport. It is. And I got to say, 
I'm not a baseball fan. And watching those games with you while we were, I mean, hell, we were watching them while we were doing a podcast. And yeah. uh, it was painful. It was, it was painful watching, watching them lose that last game. Cause I thought for sure they had it in the bag. Well, you know, that- going into the series with the Dodgers, the NLCS, before they even threw out the first pitch of game one of that series, I told both of you guys, I was like, ah, the Braves have no business being here. The Dodgers are the best team and probably all of baseball, definitely the National League. They're going to get smoked. I figured they would get smoked in like five, five or six games. But then when we jumped out to a 3-1 lead or even a 2-1 lead, I was right. like, I don't know. I don't, I think, I think we might actually make some noise here. I think we could actually win. When it got up 3-1, I was actually start. I was like, there's no way we can lose three in a row. But <laughs> why, oh, why, why wow. would I, why would I have expectations over my, my sports teams? They yeah. have done nothing. But let me down. You sound like a Cubs fan of your. Yeah, well, they've won a championship since the last time mine did. And when the Braves won the World Series in 95, I hadn't suffered long enough to really enjoy it the way that I would now. Right. I was 13. That's not that. Hell, <laughs> it's been, what, 25 years since then? I mean, it's been twice as long as right. how old I was. So, yeah. Relatively speaking, uh, I don't know why I'm a sports fan. I really don't. I really, really don't. All I know is that if it ever happens where any of my teams actually do win the big one, I, as a fan, will have earned it as far as the years of suffering. Well, see, I feel that way with the Dolphins. Now, Bama, they, they've been, they were badass when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were, uh, you know, Bear Bryant, holy mm-hmm. shit. I mean, legacy from hell. But the Dolphins, <laughs> they have thoroughly disappointed me every fucking year. Yeah. Even when Marino was that dude, Marino, the shit that he could do and to never win a Super Bowl during that period with the team that we mm-hmm. had. Oh, yeah. Is it's almost inexcusable. It was, it is it was training wheels for what Atlanta fans have been going through for 25 years yeah. now. <laughs> Not to make this all about me, Doug, but yeah. I'm an international sports fan, and that's what sports fandom's all about, is not is being emotional, not not rational. Yeah. If I was rational, I wouldn't like sports, because it's a very dumb thing to fucking attach yourself to. It is. The, the accomplishments of other men that will never know who the fuck you are is a very dumb thing to uh, attach your emotional connect connections with which also very easily ties into politics and we'll get there later um Hmm. so yeah sports were kind of a nut kick and then uh yeah speaking of dogs uh fingers crossed for old buddy my my old buddy old pal my my old man pup who's uh chilling at home hopefully he's chilling yeah but on last episode i mentioned that uh i started him on cbd and so any listener that's just only listening to this is going to be like, you're damaging your dog. Yeah, right. But uh, no, I put him on CBD because he's a very old dog. And very old dogs happen to have very old dog uh, ailments. Yes. And uh, one of those popped up this week. Apparently it's... Uh, vestibular syndrome. Yeah, vestibular syndrome or vestibular disease, which is also otherwise known as old dog disease. Which I had never heard of. I'd never experienced. I've had dogs. <laughs> this uh, buddy is not my first. But um, yeah, so what happens 
with vestibular disease. Doug, you've gone through it a couple times. Yes. With- yeah, well, I went through it. I went through it once. My wife's been through it twice. Okay. It's a disease. Basically, what happens is the dog thinks he's spinning and their eyes just start going back and forth, back and forth. It's like vertigo for a dog. Yeah. And it just comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And I remember when my child got it, I thought she was dying. I did. It'll give you that feeling. I was totally fucking flipped out. And uh, she couldn't stand up. And her head was caught to one side. It was just scary as shit. Yeah. And I called my wife, and my I told my wife what was happening, and I'm freaking out on the phone. And my wife goes, "Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> like it's not like nothing." Yeah. You know? And I'm like, "What? <laughs> we got to take her to the vet." She goes, "I know what it is. I'll come home." Yeah. And I'm like, "All right." And so she gets home, and sure as shit, she's like, "You know, that's vestibular disease that'll go away." Yeah. I'm like, "What? You know?" It was scary. It was. It was crazy. You have to hold them up for everything, anything. Go to the bathroom. You have to hold them up. Some scary shit. Very much so. And yes, it gives you all the feels that you're watching your dog die. Because it looks like they are having a full-on stroke. It's not a seizure thing. They're not... It's not uncontrolled. It's not... It's different than a seizure. It looks more like what I would imagine a stroke would look like in a pet. Right. Because how it happened with me is I went to bed Monday night. Everything's normal. Everything, And in fact, real quick, just touch on the CBD thing. I started Buddy on CBD last Friday. And so from Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, for those four days, not only was it not showing any negative effects, it was like I had my dog back. He was full-blown. Oh, hell yeah. You saw it. I mean, he was full of energy. He was playing with his toys. Right. Like, he was bouncing around. He was getting it. And um, went to bed Monday night. All things normal, no signs of anything weird. And then Tuesday morning, wake up and wake up to him in bed. And everybody, if you've ever had a dog, you know when they're about to blow chunks. They, well, if you've had dogs and you've been around enough dogs, yes, uh, that have blown chunks, you know when that's coming. They, there's signs. <laughs> they're licking a lot. There's yeah. some drooling coming yeah. out of the sides. They're looking at you like you better, you better get out of the way. You better either get me out of here or I'm, you know, you're going to have a mess to clean up because uh, it's, it's coming. So I saw, I was awakened to that. So I immediately spring out of bed and start running to get to the back door. And buddy knows the drill. We've been through this. He's very good at knowing, oh, what, what what's about to happen needs to happen outdoors. Um, so he jumps off my bed sideways and like jumps sideways into my dresser. And I'm like, that's not a normal thud. I turn around to look at what the fuck is going on. And his head, like you said, was fully cocked to one side. And he was leaning up against the wall all the way out of my room down the hallway and stopped about five feet later and just bought. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you got that out of your system. And he was just complete. It was like Bambi on ice. Right. Yeah. Wobbling. Yeah. It's, it's a scary thing to see. So terrifying as all fuck. It was what Tuesday was. And then uh, took him to the vet Tuesday. Uh, the vet checked him out, said, hey, it could be one of three things. I'm going to give him some stuff here. You can take him home. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> are you not? Why do you not seem concerned? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? But uh, after talking with you and uh, and your wife and looking it up online, I was like, "This is something that can just happen." Like, where 
Where was this in the owner's manual? <laughs> I've yeah. never heard of this. Yeah. Like, this is terrifying. Well, yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, he, he laid out, the doctor, when you went to the vet, laid out three separate things that he thought it w- could be, mm-hmm. but vestibular was not one of the fucking things. What causes vestibular syndrome in a dog is an ear infection. Mm-hmm. That's what actually causes it. Yeah. And, and yeah. if the ear infection gets bad enough, then that's what happens to him. It just... Whoever has a dog, I hope you never see your dog like this. Yeah. Because it will fucking freak you out. Oh, it's... Yeah, It'll no. totally freak you out. It's scary. I Possession mean, is what it looks like. Yes, It yes. looks like they're possessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're not themselves yeah. and they don't have control over what they're doing. Yeah. It looks like the devil has just jumped in your dog and is just wreaking havoc. Yeah. So, right now... The uh, fun game that we're playing in the house is, well, there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple games that we're playing in the house. So now he's all loaded up on meds. He's got <laughs> steroids. He's got antibiotics. He's got Benadryl. He's got anti-nausea. He's got, I mean, name it, he's on it. He went from me trying to give him CBD so that he's not on medication because I'm trying to save his old-ass liver uh, to now he's taking everything. So now one of the games we're playing is, is how can I get this medicine how can I get you to take your medicine? Right. And so far, I've worn out uh, peanut butter. He'll never eat peanut butter again. Yeah. I've ruined that for him. Yeah, peanut butter. Because um, that's usually the first to go. Yeah. Uh, and then moving on to human food, try to hide it in some scrambled eggs. Nope. Hates those now. Used to know, <laughs> Used to never even turn his nose up. Now it's like, get away from me. <laughs> get away from me with that bullshit. Don't want an egg. Uh, what else? What else? Hamburger buns. Yeah, hamburger <laughs> buns. He he's he's no longer on the bread. He's like, yeah, uh-uh. so, yeah anything of the bread variety. He'll so just spit that, that shit out. Oh man, I I'm I've worn out more things than I can recall right, right now. The only thing, and I'm sure this might not be the most interesting thing for people to listen to, but if if anybody out there is a dog owner and you run into this, or even in not this particular situation, but you have to give medication to a pet, the one thing that I've so far, it's still working. We're on day four or five. Again, not good with numbers. Is wrapping up individual pills or capsules and sandwich meat where they have to really unravel it to get to the medicine. Right. And uh, they so. can't, as long as they can't taste it, that's if they taste something odd mm-hmm. in something, they'll, they won't eat it again. Yes. That's. And I'm the same way, you know, if I was, if I was eating something and it tasted like something completely different, I don't think I'd eat it again. I'd be yeah. Like, I mean, fuck, yeah. I've, I've had food poisoning, uh, more than two times, but two times out of my life, I've had food poisoning from checkers, Ooh. fast food burger place. Mm. And it's both of the checkers were in different cities. One was in my hometown and the other one was in my college town over a decade apart from each other, and so I haven't had checkers since college. Yes. Won't eat it, can't eat it, fuck checkers. I I caught I had it at Philly Connection. Mm-hmm. Never, I've heard never eaten there again. I've heard a, uh, a handful of people getting it from there. Crystal, yeah, it's Crystal. I used to eat at all the time. Yeah, and I got it from there. Haven't eaten at Crystal since. That was probably three years ago when I got it at Crystal. Last time I had food poisoning was uh, like two months ago. And it was uh, a bad chicken. It was a bad piece of chicken in my uh, pad thai ah. from a local Thai place. Mm. And yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it ruined me for a solid 36 hours. Like, I was like Buddy is now. I was over there just like, oh, kill me. This is not worth putting up with. 
And I haven't had pad thai since, and it fucking bums me out because I love it. I'll eventually eat it again, just not from the same. You ever had food place. poisoning? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, no, never oh, to no. the point you, where that answers no. Yeah. That answers no. Yes, if, yeah, you if, know, uh, you know, within twenty 40, minutes, forty minutes 20, for sure. Yeah, within twenty to twenty-five minutes, you know that something is wrong. Something's in your body that ain't supposed to be there. Yeah, and and, and it tries to go out both yeah, ends. Yeah, and when at the and, same time, and within an hour, <laughs> within an hour, you're done. Yeah, I mean, you're done. Yeah, four was, hours. Like it, within an hour, you're done for the next day. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Uh, well, man, the Philly connection, three days. Oh yeah, three days for me. Yeah, for some of them as a foot long. It was, I was eating as a whole foot long Philly yeah. cheesesteak, and I ate it for lunch. I was at work, and I remember, uh, I remember it well. I remember being on the way back from the Philly connection, and and thinking, man, does something something ain't right something's just not right you know yeah and uh and i got back to the job and like 15 minutes later uh, i just lost it just totally <laughs> lost it and then and man it's it's coming out both ends yeah i mean you know it immediately because yeah. all your body's trying to do is evacuate yeah, everything expel anything it doesn't that's in care there. what it is it's yeah. saying that's it everybody out yeah we got to recalibrate we got to reconvene <laughs> we got to make another it plan it takes all of your energy away man well, yeah. all of it it's yeah. it, you just instantly fucking drained it's crazy yeah, it is not. That's why I was saying, if you had to think, <laughs> then you haven't had it. Because yes. <laughs> I mean, it's surprising for the fact of how big I am, and I fucking eat anything and everything. So I know people that have never had it. You yeah, know? and and that that shocks me. I mean, to I an extent. I mean, um, yeah, because of how much food, you know, and the food prep now is oh, oh, tedious. Yeah, it's I mean, idiot. if you eat out enough, you will get it. It's yeah, you'll a, get sick. I yeah. mean, it's a matter of time, really. Yeah, and that's probably what it is. I eat out Y'all more are than cursing me. Yeah, I, I live <laughs> off. I live off eating out. I mean, yeah. that's. I, I would mean, be dead if I couldn't go to a restaurant and get a I, meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I eat. I eat out more than I cook. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. the The fucked up thing is, I knew. I knew something was off with the chicken pad thai. Same thing at Crystal. But I was so fucking hungry. <laughs> same thing. Same thing at Crystal. I said, maybe it's me. <laughs> Let's just pile drive through this. And I had never regretted something more in my life. <laughs> that same thing happened with the Crystal. The last time I had it, because oh, no. I, I was eating a, a chili pup. You know, yeah. the chili pups. Oh, yeah. I was like, something tastes weird, you know, but I was just so hungry, man, because yeah. I was just, I just got on, off of work, you know, and I pulled through the drive through I'm sitting there eating those chili cheese pups and they taste weird, but I'm like, fuck it. And that just gobbled the fries up, dude. It was, that was a huge mistake. I don't blame you, Doug. I mean, every time it, I'm batting a thousand, a hundred percent of the time I've ever had crystal. I've never been in a mood to give a fuck about what I'm eating. Cause it's right. normally two in the morning and I've had a long night. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's the replacement for Waffle House. Yeah, that's for me. what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, frustrating, frustrating, frustrating week. It's been uh, just miserable. I, I've, I haven't slept in my own bed since Monday. I basically moved my operations downstairs uh, to be with Buddy. I'm getting real tired of my couch. Getting real, real tired of my dogs. The ones in Athens, that is. 
And, uh, well, at least the Braves, I, they won't let me down for at least a few months, so I'm, I'm happy <laughs> about that. Or again, at least. <laughs> no, they can still make some off-season moves. Maybe I shouldn't count my chickens. <laughs> but anyway, enough of that. That's, uh, that's my pitiful, fucking, lonely, horrible week. Uh, let's go to the debate. Let's do yes, it. please. The debate. So <laughs> I have a comment to make about the debate. Just to be, just a Donald Trump in general comment. Has anyone ever seen the movie Liar Liar? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Donald Trump in a debate is when Jim Carrey's in the bathroom and he's just beating the shit out of himself. I'm kicking guy, my ass. And the guy's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> I'm kicking my ass." That's what Trump does to himself in a debate. He just beats the shit out of himself. He, that's why Biden, all these people are like, Biden's not going out on the campaign trail. He's hiding in the basement. He ain't got to. Trump's doing it for him. Anytime Trump says something or does that, he's fucking himself. You know, if he would just shut the fuck up and hmm. stop tweeting. I'll give you an example. In the debate, he showed up. It was his best performance in a debate I think I've ever oh, yeah. seen from him. Going back yeah. to 2015. Right. Yeah. Best political debate showing out of Trump. Yes. Yes. For sure. By far. But he still just cannot help throwing little shit in there that is only hurting himself. See, and what I saw was I saw him not be able to. He missed grand opportunities yet again. I don't know why he's not. See, to me, he doesn't think like that. Well, no, to me, and I told Arona this when we were watching the debates, I was like, this one's fucking boring. It was. And I know you, Arona, you said, no, this is an actual, this looks like a normal, traditional presidential debate. I'm like, that's what I mean. It's boring. It's not Trump. (laughs) Trump isn't being Trump. He's not, he's not going in for the kill. He's half the shit he brought up. I understood because I follow politics, but half of the fuckers watching don't follow, especially not to the degree that we do. Half the stuff that he mentioned probably went the fuck over their head. I know this for a fact, and we'll get into this. Uh, just look on Twitter the night of the debate and just search the word coyote. Do you listen to Rush Limbaugh? No. The very next day, Rush Limbaugh said that he requested that the president do exactly what he did in the debate. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh's a fucking idiot for that, because my point is, is there were huge, wide-open, softball, layup, home runs. Yeah. Same in the first debate, but Trump was more concerned about being combative and being assertive. This last debate, there were so many times that he could have just shut Biden all the fucking way down, and he didn't. And to me, that's not Trump. And that's why I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you say, you know, the tweets and everything. He's, I'm not saying that he's not doing anything. He's doing about a 30% good job at, as far as going up against Biden. It's just like you said, he's not being himself. No. And... By not being himself, he has allowed other parts of him to take over. <laughs> you know, one day he'll be this guy, the next day he'll be this guy, the next day he'll be. And people are trying to get him elected. They're trying mm-hmm. to get him reelected. I really, really am well, convinced that he wants to lose, but he doesn't <laughs> want to appear to the people that are behind him. That he's trying to lose. I, I am convinced I couldn't of that. disagree more. And, I think and, he's trying and, to garner more voters in that aren't already in his back pocket. Do we not remember 2016, though? I mean, as things got closer, the more and more shit that people were giving him, 
the more and more his advisors were reeling him in. And then the more and more he got on the straight and narrow sounded more, uh, political. I mean, now of course, 2016, (laughs) that's, that's not asking a lot for him to become a little bit more presidential because back then it was the wild west for him. Right. You know, he could do no wrong at, at that point. So he was fucking absolutely bonkers well, to near the election day comes and he's just a little bit less bonkers. Now they're legitimately fucking scared. And this is why I disagree with you, Doug, because in 2016, he did, he had nothing to lose. So he could go sure. in there with haymakers and Trump's best trait in 2016 was being a counterpuncher, Right. And not being a politician. Which is what I was saying with him not having anything to lose. Right. So he only had things to gain because uh, nobody had any expectations. If right. everyone's being right. really honest with themselves, I'm hearing a shitload of people now saying, I called it that Trump was going to win in 2016, oh, so God. you should listen to me. Bull fucking yeah. shit. I think I heard maybe one to two people and they were laughed out of the fucking room. Right. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's captain retrospect going oh well actually i saw it coming the whole time no you fucking didn't you were laughing him out of the fucking room just like everybody else was so trump's best trait in 2016 like i said was being a counter puncher right anything hillary delivered he had that knockout blow he fucking invited i think seven women (laughs) who were on record accusing (laughs) her husband former president bill clinton of sexual assault or rape in the front fucking row. That's the most Trumpian thing ever, yeah. and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's gangster. Straight up gangster yeah. shit right there. Yeah. Well, that's he Trump. did invite a accuser of the Biden family. But again, <laughs> and, I'll get, uh, uh, and I'll get to where that that ended up not mattering. He never brought it up, even the way that he did bring it up, unless you I knew what I was about the, to say, he brought it up. Unless you knew what the fuck he was talking about and exactly. went over your head. So... To me, it's obvious. The plan here is Trump has to dial back Trump so that he can get some of those swing voters that don't like his personality to come over. That is, it's crystal clear, obvious that that's the plan because now he does have something to lose. What he's very poor at, because if if you're good at being a counterpuncher, you're a good reactionary, which means traditionally you're not a good setup artist. He doesn't know how to set anything up to where it's important to the people he's trying to win over. Right. And that's where he's failing. Right. And Biden's out there just flailing around, just being that's Biden. Why, that's why I said he's just beats himself. He beats himself because he's so, Trump is so arrogant and he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room in any situation. You yeah. know, if he comes at, at people in that way, which is the way he came out in 2016 that's what got him elected was he was like i know i know more about this than anyone i know more about this than anyone he that's his one of his favorite lines and he's been using it throughout his presidency and people have actually seen what a bullshit line it is now everything that he's doing now is the same shit that he tried in 2016 and worked Anything he tried in 2016 is going to fail this time because he's been the fucking president for four years. You know, he we've seen him every day this is all his. Everything's his. When you look around you, everything he owns that. Yeah, because he's the president at the time. Now, I'm not saying it's his fault or anything like that, but it's in shit. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. 
this is one thing that I thought I thought Biden did in the debate that Trump didn't do at all. And that was policies. Now, Biden's a lifelong politician, so he knows how the game is played. Mm -hmm. Trump has no idea. But what Trump should have done in this debate would have been the place for him to do it is, for one thing, they should have came up with a health care plan for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, for sure. It didn't have to be a full plan. All it had to be was talking points for him to, to throw out there. Yeah. I would have got him through the debate making him look like a fucking superstar. Yeah. But he's not like that. He's not going to listen to anyone. Obviously, he listened to Rush Limbaugh, and Rush Limbaugh told him to tamper it down. Yeah. And when he does that, he has nothing to run on. He has no, there's no, there's nothing there for him. Because it's a natural for him to do. And, you know, people live in the now. That's why I say voting is stupid. People are stupid. They don't think about, the big picture, all they think about is the shit they're being fed at the time to eat. Yeah. This is my prediction. Okay. I'm going to lay this prediction out. Joe Biden is going to win bigly. I will say that, stamp it out, send it out there into the ether. All right. Not only that, but the Democrats will take over the Senate. Well, I think that'll happen. happen. I think that'll happen regardless, but I don't think Biden will win. I think Biden will win. Not only do I not think Biden will win bigly, I don't think he'll win. uh, And I think people will be surprised at some of the states that go. I think a lot of people will be surprised by a lot of states. I think a lot of former red states will go blue, like Texas, uh, probably Georgia. But I also think a lot of traditionally blue states are going to go red, like Michigan. Um, I expect that one to go red bigly. Um, because there's one thing that you can't, you can't really forecast. And that is the reaction to COVID. And that is the wild card in this entire year. Like I, I remember before the debate started, Frank Luntz was on one of the news channels saying, if we don't nail this, my career is over. You know what I do? You know, all I do, I count mask. If somebody's got a mask on, they're voting for Biden. Bullshit. That, I wear a mask. I, I'll never no, vote no, Biden. Yeah, but you don't, you, you don't wear a mask like what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people driving in their car with their mask on. I see this all over the fucking city. I, Here, I see it everywhere. Well, there, I want to get back to the debate, but bringing up predictions and things like that. Uh, my prediction is Biden, or, yeah, Biden will lose. Trump will win. It will be closer than any, anybody that's projecting a wide margin of victory i don't see it i don't see how you see it i don't see where anybody is thinking that this thing is going to be i see a wide sweeping thing and i will even give you a vote count i see biden winning between two with a with a vote count between two and six million more votes than well Trump. yeah yeah no I'll, I'll give you that yeah he'll win the popular vote just like hillary won by three million votes so if, if he doesn't win by if he wins by less than 3 million votes, he fucking sucks. Because that's what Hillary won. He's got to do better than Hillary no, to win. No, I hear you. So, I'll grant you that. Yeah, popular uh, vote, sure, he'll win. I but. mean, I do think I think Biden's going to take it. But, um, I, I mean, my whole reason right now for that, and also the reason why I think the debates right now are an exercise in futility, is because the people who did not show up in 2016... Because we, th- you know, Democrats thought they, we thought we had it in the bag back then. Yeah, everybody yeah. thought Hillary was going to win. And yeah. so everyone stayed the fuck home, didn't go out and vote, 
And now every one of those individuals is coming out strong. So that's where I think this is. But I mean, where I'm saying the exercise and futility thing is everyone has pretty much got their minds made up. I mean, yeah, no, I don't know well, where yeah, they find these undecided voters. They, they don't they're not. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they don't exist. They, those they are don't. those are TV props. Right. Yeah. They don't exist. And they haven't. They their minds have been made up for months, sometimes years. Mine's yeah. been made up for two and a half years. Yeah, the undecided voter that went away in probably, I would say, in probably the eighties. Um, no, probably two thousand. Probably two thousand. That's, that's what I'd say. I don't know because there weren't that many big differences between politicians. Well, it, when you look at when you look at Bill Clinton during his time, you know. There was a pretty stark difference between him and Newt Gingrich. You know, I mean, they were, they were fucking polar opposites on a lot of shit, but they worked together. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that's fucked up about everything is none of them work together anymore. Well, you only have undecideds when the two, uh, party, the, 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 the candidates are similar or, or there's a lot of overlap. Right. We've gotten less and less overlap. Now the swing voters will always be there. Um, but going back to what you just said, Arona, um, uh, everybody, not just Democrats, but even on the right and the entire world thought that it was a shoe in win for Hillary. Sure. So people on the right stayed home. Cause what's the fucking point? Those people are also activated. So I think, I think the, we, everybody thought Hillary was going to win. Therefore everyone stayed home. Therefore, uh, Democrats are going to be represented the way they should be. I don't, I don't necessarily buy that. Because people on both sides stayed home because everybody thought there's no way in fucking hell Trump can actually win this now, fucking this is, thing. Dude, so what's this the is going to be the biggest vote voter turnout in history of the United States. At the beginning of the debates, they had already counted up 42 million mail-in ballots already at that point or early voting. By the end of the debates, it was over 50. So now last last election, four years ago, you had roughly 130 million Right. Votes. Yeah, it's doubled. It's basically doubled. You already have almost, you have a third of that already before election day. So, and based on early voting and all that, it's way up. But then again, you got COVID. So that's not really a good indicator, uh, in my opinion. What what it does show is that, yes, like you said, people are charged up. People are ready to fucking go out there and wait in the lines and vote. Now, going back to predictions and people wearing masks and this and that, whatever. There's something that's been going around online recently that I've been seeing for about a week. It basically just goes around and says, you know, hey, everybody, check, go to Donald Trump's Facebook page or Twitter or whatever. It works better on Facebook. Go to Donald Trump's Facebook page and it'll tell you how many of your friends follow him. And then go to Joe Biden's page and it'll tell you how many friends of yours follow follow Biden. Uh, Rarely do you have friends following both so this kind of internet social media uh poll i guess if you want to call it that is just out of curiosity comment below what your ratio is and for me uh out of my friends i've got five that follow biden and 64 that follow trump that's a matter of almost 11 (laughs) and in everybody's that i saw on on this person's page it was some were far worse 
or or just broader some well one i of follow them, trump one of them has i'm not gonna I vote know, for him though but i, I mean gonna, i follow him because his tweets are funny as hell and I'm gonna, i mean they're great and, I, and i'm gonna i'm gonna get into all that too how i think that this is a very dumb not dumb right it's interesting to see and i'm about to prove a point with it and here they are total facebook followers for biden 3.2 million total for trump 30.4 million over on twitter Biden has 11.4 million followers. Trump has 87.3 million. Now, if I were to use this data, the same way that you're using masks or how many signs you come across or all these indicators that mean nothing, absolutely nothing, in my opinion, then you could say, oh, well, 11.4 million Biden followers are probably also following Trump because they hate him so much. Or let's double. Let's go ahead and double the amount of Biden followers. You're talking about 22.8 million. And let's take that off of Trump's 87.3. He's still five times as many followers on social media. So if social I can m- almost guarantee you the, the, this much anyway. If you were to gather, just go randomly right now to restaurants around here and gather people and throw them into a fucking room. And you got 500 people in that room. Everybody in that room that doesn't have a mask on is voting for Trump. Everybody in that room that does not have a mask on, they either don't vote or they're going to vote for Trump. Yeah. Now, if you take everybody in the room with the mask on, you can't say that everybody in the room with the mask on is voting for Biden. You can't say that because there's going to be some Trumpers in there. Yeah, sure. But if you go by the people that don't wear the mask, that's that's really all you have to go by. And that's why I think if, 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 if we're playing this, if you've got 500 people and 250 of them wear a mask and 250 don't, then that's a huge swing in Trump's favor. Yes, it is. So yep. to me, all the indicators, every single fucking one of them is that Trump is going to win because I just don't see that, that energy behind Biden. I, Biden doesn't have it. it His doesn't followers matter. don't have Dude, it. Dude, look, this is, this is what's different about this election than any other fucking election we've ever had mm-hmm. is fucking COVID. Yeah. That is scaring the shit out of people. And when a guy gets up and says, I'm going to, uh, you know, make people wear masks, mandate masks and shit like that. Now, yeah, that's going to piss off all the Trump voters. Yeah. But the people that are afraid and there's a shitload of people that are afraid. They're going to say, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we should all be wearing masks. It would save a fucking, you know, 100,000 people by the end of the year. And I think that there's more people that aren't afraid of it. And not only not afraid, they are pissed the fuck off. The government has come in and shut down their business, their ability to get money by working. I realize all of that. And that's why I'm thinking COVID, believe it or not, in my opinion, helps Trump. Especially when Biden's coming in saying, we're going to shut this fucker down. Well, he's not saying he's going to shut it down. He he hadn't said that. He's on the side of Fauci. Fauci's all about, I think it's a good idea to shut back down. Uh, Biden didn't say he wouldn't shut down. Trump's the only one saying, I will not, you know, no, I will not do that. This all has failed. All Trump had to say was, it's a free country. Right. 
No, some I know. people want to wear masks. Some people, but, but, it but, should be up to the individual. What happened to hey, this is America, this is a free country. Well, we you back, make your own you fucking decisions. You gotta get back to the stupid people, the stupid fucking voter. And there's a bunch of them. And every it's, single one of them and, are going to be voting in they, Biden. In ten days, we'll know. I think Biden's well, we'll going to win. In ten days, it'll probably be more <laughs> yeah. like yeah, more like you know thirty. That's days. wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, we should know. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we should know in a month. I, I'll go and say it. Trump's going to win two hundred ninety-five electoral votes. Um, it'll be closer than the last election, but he'll still win. Biden will win the uh, popular vote by probably three to five million, I would say. And I think overall voter turnout will be 30% higher than it was last time. Mark it down. That's what I got. Well, going back to the debate, at least. Yeah, let's get we, back We do that. have to give a shout out to uh, Kristen Walker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she did. She, she did a very uh, great a job. fantastic job. Yeah, as far as moderators go, uh, because the the previous ones have been so shitty, she was a very good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Could she have been better? Sure. Was it perfect? No. But did she do a good job, or comparatively speaking, uh, to Wallace and Savannah Guthrie and all those hacks? She was amazing in comparison. Yeah. Just like similar to Trump, all of his crazy, you know, outrageous outbursts. Trump did extremely well <laughs> in the debate, comparatively speaking. Um, yeah, he did. He did really good. I, I was, I was, and you know, you know why I still think Trump, and this will tie it back into the debates. The reason why I think Trump will win is what is the first thing we talked about? It wasn't how Biden did. It wasn't what Biden brought right. up. Biden is not memorable. He's not making an impact to anybody that is quote unquote. Going, I'm, I'm going to wait until the last debate to see whatever. Uh, yeah, I just don't see those people existing. But yeah. To anybody out there that thinks that Biden won either of the debates, I would love, love to ask you questions on what you're looking for. Well, he survived. I mean, that's, the ba- that's basically the way I look at it. Yeah. The only thing that you he can say about Biden is he has not imploded. He has right. not collapsed. Right. And he's not moving forward. He's not moving back. He's just standing still. Yeah. He, he's standing still, kind of meandering, not really saying anything. I do like that Trump called him out on being, you know, going back to his political hackiness about talking about you at your dinner table. Look to your left and your right. Are you yeah. missing somebody? And, by, and Trump's like, ah, this is such bullshit. Yeah. This is why they elected me is they're yeah. tired of that. And I got to give it to Trump on this. And I don't give a fuck if I sound like a Trump cheerleader. When he came out and said, Joe, I ran because of you. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, was, yeah. You uh, created me. Yeah. I'm here because of you, Joe. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. I mean, there were more there were way more moments like that where Trump clearly came out on top. That was like a psychological horror moment. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, hey, it was fucked up. It's using their tactics against <laughs> them saying, I'm rubber, you glue, so what are you going to do there? Yeah. You know, it's like, whatever you call me, uh, you're responsible for it. And he's not totally wrong. Um, everything that happened before Trump is what got us the guy. And to think that he's all of a sudden just came out of nowhere out of, for no, no reason no. No, would was- be lazy. Um, so I, I think he did really good there. The lineage is Bush made Obama possible. Obama made Trump possible. That's the lineage right there. 9-11 changed everything in this country. True. 
everything. Accurate. Yeah. It's all about fear now. And it has been ever since 9-11. Now we fear COVID. You know, I mean, it's a... No, they're supposed cut, to. Anyway. They, yeah, they try to keep everybody in fear of something. Yeah. The one thing that I got to... I got to just... I, I get so frustrated with, to the point where it pisses me off, really, because it's such a bad tactic and it's so disingenuous it's it's bad politics and it's just lazy is i understand if you're biden trump is your opponent you have to hit him on every single thing that you possibly can i get it i understand how the game's played but you can't hit him on his ineptness with dealing with covid while also hitting him on the poor uh employment numbers and the economy downturn right it, sure it's, it's the same thing with all these uh, more in my circle, the libertarian circle, where there's this huge debate over open borders. You know, should you be open borders or not? And well, really, I guess this goes beyond libertarianism. It's really anybody. It's it's like, look, I'm personally not an open borders guy, but I'm also not a welfare state guy. So I'm against both. Right now, the the, the biggest argument is if you're gonna be a uh, an open borders guy, you can't have a welfare state. And if you want welfare, you can't have open borders. You can have one or the other. You cannot have both. And so you can't hit people up on, uh, you're harsh on immigration, but we have a robust welfare state. You, same, the same mindset is you can't hit Trump and say, you know, you, your COVID numbers are terrible. Also, this is the worst economy ever. It's like, well, that is because of COVID, you dipshit. Right, right. And that's because he actually did do something. Like, I don't know what... And we've talked about this ad nauseum. The only thing he could have done was act immediately for a short period of time and then open it all the fucking way back up yeah. and let the cards fall where they may. Because in the end, the president cannot stop a virus. No, right. Can't do right. it. And he can't save us from a virus. He can't do dick. If anything, it goes back down to the states as far as if they want to shut down or not. Federal mandates are bullshit the only thing that federally they should do which trump did is cut off international travel after that states it's up to you and to me if we're america it should be up to the most local of governments to assess their own risk this is the way i look at it in the beginning before they knew what covid did and how bad it was and all of that they should have shut it all down yeah everything for like three weeks. That would have been the right thing and to do. And then find yep. all the sick people. Quarantine and, them. Yeah. Quarantine them. And if you're caught out on the street somewhere, they take you to a fucking football stadium or somewhere like that that's set up where you get fed, you stay there. It would be so different now. Everything would have, would be so different. And that's P kind probably. of what they did in other countries that worked. Well, now that we're seeing a lot of... The results. Now there's actual data. Right. It kind of, it does show now states that locked down versus states that didn't. Countries that locked down versus countries that didn't. There's really not a big difference. It just isn't. Because a virus is going to do its thing. You can slow it down. Remember, we, remember we're, we're on, I don't know, month seven of the two weeks to slow the spread right. so this whole <laughs> this whole we got to just shut things down temporarily yeah. so just so we don't overwhelm the hospitals yeah. we're well beyond that right. yet people are still because once once government gets involved it only that's why i say government shouldn't have anything to fucking do with this it should be up to the people and it's 
and it whether it should be or shouldn't be how it truly is in the end is you can either believe your politicians and then be upset when they've lied to you or you can take it upon yourself to be responsible and educate yourself so that you can uh, do your own risk assessment based on if you feel like going out or not. Uh, because if you're if you're relying on the government, they will fail you. They just will. I don't know how many more examples we need yeah. before people yeah. understand that. Those who require a leader should not vote for one. Yes, I agree with that <laughs> completely. And so everybody that's voting, because what is the government going to do for me? You're the worst. You're the worst type of voter. I want... And there's a lot of them. That's yeah. that's my that's my because that's my we've allowed Biden winning. You know, I mean, it's because we've allowed government to attempt to take care of us, and we've gotten dependent on that government dick, right? And now people are hoeing out. You know, oh, I don't know what to do. If, you know, I'm not going to get this, or they're going to not do this or this. It's like, well, first of all, here's the thing: if it's a government plan, it's not going anywhere. Governments hate to give up shit, so. All that fear-mongering about, I'm going to lose this, I'm not going to have this. No, here's, here's the beauty for you. This is America. Government plans never go away. Here's the problem for me. Right. Government plans never, never go, go away. away yeah. <laughs> I can't, when was the last time something got abolished as far as a department? That was slavery, wasn't it? Yes. It's been a very long time. I think we're due. <laughs> I, mean, I think we're fucking last due. Thing I can remember. I think we're due. I, mean, I think, like, I don't know, the yeah. Department of Education, yeah. uh, the IRS, Energy. the Federal Reserve, uh, ATF. Those would be nice. Department of, of Energy should be rethunk. I mean, because the Department of Energy, they, they oversee our nuclear shit and stuff like that, and they still need to be there. I mean, but it doesn't need to be as fucking huge as it is because man they're in every they're in everything they're in batteries they're fucking you buy a battery for your fucking remote control they're in that yeah yeah they don't need to be in that no but it's government if they can be in there they're gonna be in there and if they can regulate something they're gonna do it yeah and then that's gonna make the 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 barrier to for entry for any competition non-existent so now you're stuck with less and less corporations, right. which the left hates. Yeah. Oh my God, do they hate corporations? Because they make it so expensive for exactly. you to get in the game. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. where the corporations pay off the politicians to up regulations yes. so that it can only keep re- corporations yes. in power. Yep. And so the little guy who's clamoring for more government control, at least on the left, um, they're defeating their own thing that they claim to want. Right. And they're 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 holding up these corporations who end up having uh, lobbyists and uh, that are only looking out for their own self interest to keep competition out. So you hear that tech industry? You should be listening. Yeah, you should be listening to this tech industry. Yeah, they're coming for you. <laughs> they are coming for you. Believe it. Yeah, and well, that's also terrifying. Since since we have had another debate, then my normal thing as usual is to go and look at fact-checking. So Don't do that. <laughs> and of course, That's I stay... American. <laughs> I, I stay away from the American papers because, well, they're fucking moronic and stupid and... Part of the problem. How many other words can I... Yeah, very they're, much. They're almost yeah. the problem yeah, at this are. point. 
I mean, yeah, everything at this point is either, oh, we're going to completely fact check uh, Trump or we're going to completely fact check Biden. It's bullshit. So, of course, again, went back to BBC. First thing we'll point out, and Jim, I, I know you know this, Doug, I'm pretty sure you do as well. But one of the things Trump keeps on touting every time anyone brings up coronavirus numbers is he always says 2.2 people or 2.2 million people were modeled out to be expected to die. Now, that is very misleading. The um, partially true. Partially true. Yes. That was modeled out. Yes, but that is also it's mentioned in a study. It was uh, Imperial College London and that was if the epidemic was unmitigated. There was no right interference at all. Right. We just let it spread. So, you know, that that's kind of a false thing to stand now, on. Now, did they give you the number of deaths expected with mitigation? Uh, I did not see that, no. Yeah, because it's a shitty fact check. It's about three times higher than the current <laughs> U.S. death rate. It is. So on all accounts, 200,000 is a success, given all the models, sure. all the infrastructure beforehand going into it. Well, so, you know, that's gone way up, right? What's that? It's not 200,000 anymore. It's almost 400,000. Did you not see that? No. Last one I yeah, saw was were, like 240 some no, thousand. No, they were like... There were a bunch of numbers that they unexplained deaths that they couldn't explain the deaths. And see, that's and the, so now they're adding those. See, into that's the COVID. that's also the problem yeah, with all these COVID it deaths. Is, it is is that you you have and here's the and I'm not gonna like we're totally gonna get better this fact check, but we sure. gotta we gotta hit on some of these. We can't just we can't let the BBC speak for us. I'm gonna hit uh, every single one of these that I think is bullshit and. You have, like, you always hear, listen to the scientists, listen to the experts. Well, sure. I would love to if, if all the media sources weren't censoring those experts and scientists that are saying something that d- goes against the, the overall narrative. Oh, yeah. You have actual uh, state directors of health right. coming out saying, even if we know that this person did not die of COVID but they died with COVID. It goes down as a COVID death. That's in a podcast that we already did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my, and the CDC even came out and said only 6% of all COVID deaths were people without underlying conditions. Now, if you have the, the director of health in the state of Illinois coming out saying, even if we as medical professionals know for 100% certainty that this person did not die because of COVID and will go down as a COVID death, and then even beyond that, you have the CD saying it's only 6%. If they test positive. This is, this is, this yeah. is basically what I heard. And it make it kind of makes sense because there's a lot of sick people in the U.S. Yeah, we're and not a healthy catch, nation. Yeah, and if they catch this shit, they're going to die. You know, a yeah. lot of them are going to die. And, you know, people have underlying conditions that they don't even know about. Yeah. And they catch this shit and it kills them. Yeah. It's dangerous. I, I don't take the danger out of this because, like I said, I have two friends that have died from this yes. so far. The first one shocked the shit out of me. And then the second one, I was like, holy shit. I actually know people this shit is killing. Yes. 
and I'm not I'm not under no, playing I know, that. I know, I know, I know. What I'm saying is, if it was as bad as we are reacting to it, right. we would all have known twenty. That's all I'm saying. Right. It would be so much actually worse because for the vast majority of people, this is nothing. It, it truly is. Ninety nine point six people. But it took six months for them to figure that out you know i mean it's a, yeah it's but now a, we know so now yeah now they let's know. open this shit back up yeah. and it, it well, shouldn't it, be but it's, it's opened a, up but it's I an mean, election it's season pretty much opened up i'm saying nationally all right you, you go to san francisco no, and, no. and try to do shit right. go to michigan try to do shit go to go to a lot of these democrat run i, I right. know it's like oh my god he's sounding like trump well even a blind squirrel finds a nut even trump is possible is capable of being right and in this situation he's 100 right well hey People, if you wanna you wanna live free, come to the south. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. it's open down here? Oh yeah, very Every, much so. Everywhere, yeah. you know? which is going to get us to herd immunity faster. Here. Right, you're only going to slow down the ability for this to be over by shutting everything down. You're preventing that from happening. I, I'm, and I hate to sound uh, morbid, but we have to go through this as fast and as hard and as nasty. To get through it as fast as possible, and this stringing this thing. out is going to kill more fucking people. This is the thing. This is just the first one. Yeah, there's going to be other shit. I'll be honest. In a, in a country coming of, after this, in a country of three hundred plus million people, two hundred thousand is not any, or four hundred thousand even is not an, a reason to shut everything down and and, and do the untold damage for decades right. that we're going to see. Looking back on this, everybody's going to go. You know, I think we probably did some huge mistakes but anyway sorry oh no all, well, all good winston churchill said that he said the u.s will do the right thing after they've done all the wrong things yeah, we will exhaust <laughs> yeah. all, all of the, the wrong paths. all of the wrong things until we, we finally will. do the right thing there you go yeah now um biden you know uh he was uh fought very much uh by trump on um, how much more the prison population expanded under him, himself and Obama. And, um, you know, he said, we commuted over 1,000 people's sentences. The federal prison system was reduced by 38,000 people under our administration. Uh, BBC says he's right about the number of uh, commutations during the Obama administration, but not... The federal prison reduction. Yeah, it was federal prison numbers haven't gone down in decades. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, the, yeah, of course not. Uh, from what it says here, um, they're building more. There were actually quite a lot fewer than what he um, stated, and it was actually more like sixteen thousand five hundred. Um, that it went down. Yeah, that it went down. So, uh, yeah, uh, about halfish. It's probably because uh, all 16, the, the remaining 16,000 that he thinks that he can take credit for were people that he deported. <laughs> Actually, no, it was way higher than that. The uh, only reason why the federal prison population went down is because they deported more people than any administration yeah, in known history. Yeah. Yeah. Obama, that he deported more people than anybody. Yeah. That's de a deporter in chief. Yeah. And what's crazy is when he was in office. When you listen to Limbaugh and Hannity and all, you'd swear the borders were wide the fuck open and they were just pouring in. Oh, sure. And yeah. it, it was the complete opposite of that. 
I wouldn't say complete opposite <laughs> because you can't deport you can't deport the most if right. the, if the borders aren't no, no, open. I, but but what but what I'm saying is it's and I listen to Han, I listen to Hannity and Limbaugh and all them dudes. I listen to I listen to all everything. I watch MSNBC. I watch CNN. I watch Fox News. I am a fucking news junkie. Mm-hmm. On my phone, you know, I've got all my apps on my phone, and news to me is like. It's become opinion across just about every platform yeah. that you can take it in from, except Newsy. I love you, Newsy. Yes, I'll keep. I will keep praising Newsy <laughs> because Newsy just gives me the story. That's all they give me, and then I'm left to make my own opinion. It's what NPR used to. It's be. what the news is supposed to be. It's it is <laughs> Walter Cronkite when I was a kid. There you yeah. go. You know, 413 soldiers died in Vietnam today, and the stock market rose to. It was that. It was just like it was the most horrendous but, shit being covered yes. with the most straight face yeah. ever. And, and, he, and he would say it with, I mean, just. It, he wouldn't come on and be like, Lyndon B. Johnson comes out and. Calls and, it the N word bill, he and he wouldn't say, <laughs> and he'll have these N words voting <laughs> Democrat for two hundred years. Yeah, and, more at eleven, and he wouldn't say. And I got my panel here to go over this. Uh, so, yeah. what do you think about these guys that got killed in Vietnam? Uh, yeah. None of that. There was no. none of that. No. You had the story, and then they would go to Dan Rather. Dan Rather be in Vietnam with fucking talking to soldiers and shit. You well, know? it's absolute and, hell here. Yeah, Back to you. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's basically <laughs> what it is. They're you can be lied to so much easier what's back going then. on. They're not trying to te- give you an... You they make had your the, own opinion. They had the monopoly on information, and they don't anymore. So everything's unraveling. We're yes. witnessing the unraveling of uh, information sourced... Uh, coming from one central right. focus source, right. well, which to me is totally fine. Open it all the fucking way up. I want all the fucking sides. Yeah, but you're getting you don't know what to believe. Then that's what that's the problem. I well, can make money, up my own decision money, because I'll I'll take the time to do that. Right. Money was not as huge a part of the equation back then. Yeah, they lost that, money. Yeah, the, well, the news lost money for networks, big money. Well, and they they were also, um, you know, very much supported to go through the news by the government back at, during that point. Yeah. So it's it's a completely different ball game. Um, but I digress. Uh, I mean, I'll only cover one more. Yeah, let's per, get back to the fact checking. Uh, I'll, <laughs> yeah. only, I'll only go um, one more per candidate. And uh, on Trump here, I, I've got the NATO countries to put up an extra 130 billion dollars going to 420 billion a year that's that's to guard against russia that's something that trump said mm-hmm. now um they said that's semi-correct however the implication in what he's saying is that these are annual increases which is not actually what's taking place um they're saying that basically that's going to be the cumulative of uh, you know how things did uh, they quote trump in that uh yeah and it says i've put up what what exactly did he say i put up 138 billion i've got the nato countries to put up an extra 130 billion dollars going to 420 billion a year oh okay yeah 
So well, that a year part is yeah. The, well, yeah, uh, that's the clincher part. So well, I don't even know how important that statement is um, in the grand scheme of things. Well, I'll, well, I'll say this because they did take off uh, foreign policy as far as a topic of the debate, which to me. How the fuck can you have a presidential debate if you're not going to make them answer how they would act on the international I, I promise you this. Any money that you see that says NATO or UN, any bill that's passed with that, most of that money is going to politicians. Yeah. It's not going to further any cause no. in any because when you because if it did you wouldn't need a UNICEF right. or, a, yes. a, a, or a fight for the forgotten right. or a doctors across you know doctors, doctors without, without borders border you wouldn't need any of that if this amount of money was actually making it down to them uh, yes it's going right to other oligarchies yeah and it's keeping them fat and happy it, it's we're lobbying foreign leaders right. through yes. NATO that's exactly UN. what we do so that's I don't exactly give two fucks do. about how much money we're giving them it should be zero. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I think my whole point, I, I mean, the, the thing that I get with there is where he, he's basically every other country needs to pull their weight. I'm going to make sure that they do. And it's like, eh, you're not really doing much. So, uh, like I said, I want it to be zero uh, charity, even on the international stage should be crowd crowdfunded and not subsidized by the American taxpayer. No, I, I, I agree. So I, I, I Good on good fact check as far as catching that one. What's the next one? Uh, he Biden says, <laughs> accusing Trump has caused the deficit with China to go up, not down. And they say that's not quite right. Basically, and I'm going to quote completely here from the article after rising in 2017, the trade deficit with China. The gap between imports and exports fell sharply after 2018, following tariffs imposed by Washington on Chinese goods. It stood at about $308 billion in 2019, slightly less than the $310 billion in 2016. According to data from the U.S. Census Bureau, the first six months of 2020 saw a $130 or a hundred and thirty billion dollar deficit in both goods and services with China. That's thirty four billion dollars less than the first half of twenty nineteen, and nearly fifty three billion less than in the first half of twenty eighteen. Well, of course, if you slap a tariff on something, the shit's going to go down. Sure, I mean, sure. so and everybody said tariffs don't work. Well, obviously, it it did. Uh, mm-hmm. For what what Trump wanted to do, yeah. But at the same time, they're going to tariff the shit out of stuff that we make. So it's just a when you get into the whole tariff thing, yeah. That's a, it's not it's yeah, not a tariffs. good road to go down. Yeah, fuck tariffs. It, it's how we got the fucking income tax. Yeah, right. Um. So I am anti tariff. Well, I am it, too. It, it, it's that's just what like, I'm saying. It, it, it's it's a yeah yeah the, it, the whole. Once you start getting into taxation, yeah, I'm going to be against it. Yeah, me too. I'm going yeah, to yeah, be against, I'm gonna be against I, all of it, tariffs, think, all that shit. I think everyone listening to us would be. If it, they were honest with themselves. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, I'm all about cops and firemen, and I'm all about paying taxes for that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. But when you tax me for the money that I make, 
I before you even get it right. from, uh, from most right. everybody. We, yeah, I have yeah. to pay it in. You know, that's why I owe them so much money. But it's, beyond that, yeah, if you tax me for the money that I make, that makes no sense to me at whatsoever. And income tax, them two words together, is literal theft. Is, yes, it's straight up theft. Yeah, and it was supposed to be. For Social Security and Medicare, it was supposed to take care of that shit. That's where it was supposed to... Imagine the intention getting lost. Now, supposedly, (laughs) it was going to be in a lockbox. They're going to lock this up for you until you get old. And Mm -hmm. then when you get old, we're going to give it to you. Now, the lockbox was never there. It was never locked. It was never locked. (laughs) The box, once the box filled up the first time, it was all gone. We do get a lot of things from taxation, but things that we do get from taxation could work way more efficiently if it was done in a different way. Yeah, in the private sector. It or will, more and, of a voluntary and, method. And, and I'm for the fair tax. If people look into the fair tax, look into it. It's the most dissected piece of legislation in the history of the United States. And basically what it does is it completely gets rid of the income tax. You don't have to pay income tax anymore. All your money that you make at work, you get. You get your whole check. Mm -hmm. When you go to buy something, that's where the tax comes in. Anything you buy has a tax on it that takes place of the... At the point of sale. uh, Exactly. It, It happens at the point of sale. Now... If you dig in deep into the fair tax, you will immediately figure out that the amount of money that you're paying right now for an item would basically stay exactly the same because of the tax system that is set up for the corporations right now. So because and what this does and what this does america listen to me america i'm running here okay this is my stump speech i have been a fair tax supporter since since i learned about it it i read it i read the fucking bill it is solid all the way through Mm -hmm. and what this does american voters american voters please listen to me is it gets rid of the government in taxation it makes it so whatever um, whatever amount of tax they make the fair tax is a is a set thing that everybody can see. Yeah. Everybody can see how much money is coming in. Yeah. And it takes power away from the government and gives it to the people. And all And the more the, the more shit you buy, the more tax you pay. Correct. That is and that is and so now you are a willing voluntary you're 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 a voluntary uh participant in your fair share yes and not only that but i want to going back to actually the cost of items would likely go down yes not yes. either stay the same or, or go, go down, down. Yes. because of all of the items that were purchased or made and taxed that's, what I, was, that's what I was that. going to say. Yes. Everything that is needed from a material side yes. is already taxed. Right. And then the manufacturer has to assemble it. And whatever they're using to assemble it, labor, machinery, yes. trucking, 
all of those are also individually taxed. Yes. So the reason why an iPhone or a, a gallon of milk or whatever is what it is, is is multifaceted. You got inflation due to government overspending and the Fed, and we, we don't have enough time to get into all that. But it's also because, it, let's just make it super easy. Let's say you're buying an item that is consisted of 10, 10 items. You're, you're buying a product that consists of 10 items. Every single one of those individual items has been taxed yes. before it was yes. uh, assembled to create the item that then you are purchasing, which is also taxed. Right. With money that's already been taxed by the government. Right. I can give you an example of this. So you get rid of all those taxes, easy, the cost goes down. I can give down. you a very easy thing to think about when you think about everything Jim just went through. A gallon of gas right now at my gas station is a dollar and eighty-seven cents a gallon because gas is now the, awesome now cheap the in Georgia. Fuel company, yeah. Now the fuel <laughs> company that actually makes the gas, they make it for like thirty-seven cents a gallon. Everything past thirty-seven cents a gallon is tax. Everything. So from it, that gas went from thirty-seven cent a gallon to a dollar eighty-seven a gallon, and way higher in other on, states. Just on tax, just oh, yeah. on state tax, local tax, federal tax, it, all of the taxes that go into everything that you buy already. I don't know why Trump don't jump on this. He had the opportunity. He did when he was getting hit. He, oh my God! You pay such little in taxes. He's yes. like every American should. Yes. I'm, instead of just saying, "Yeah, that's because I'm smart." Yeah. He, he should say, "He said I'm for the fair tax. Uh, that's uh, that's the way this country should operate." And that's where and, Trump and you, and you get the gears start turning. And that's, that's where Trump fumbles every time he's every at time. the goal line. Every it's like time. you stupid fuck. Yes. You unprincipled. Sorry, man. I, I went off on the fair tax. <laughs> well, no, I, it's, no, it's it's I don't very, want to apologize for this. This yeah, is no. and this is one of it's, the most important fucking things because without this ever becoming a reality, I'll agree with you, Doug. It truly doesn't matter who you vote for, right? Because they're really very similar, and they all have their hands in your pocket. Every fucking trust one me. Of them. Trump and Biden have way more in common than they don't. Because here's the thing, and this is something that came out. Are, are there any more fact checks? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, the only thing I, I the only thing I wanted to bring up, sure. And this is not something we really need to s- sit on. Is um the cages the um you know where? Well, no. We'll, uh, we'll Trump, still we'll still get back to the debates. Well, no, no, no. I just wanted I, to go down this tax thing. Sure. I wanted to finish taxing, and sure. I didn't want to have more fact checks lingering. No, no, yeah, no. Because one thing that did come up this week, uh, fairtax.org. Regard- we'll yes. put it in the. We'll put it in fuck the show yeah, notes. Well, fuck, we might fairtax.org. In, we might include that in every show. Yeah, note. yeah, we should do that. <laughs> but um, going back to this tax uh, thing and how it all of a sudden exploded to be a big deal was one fifty cent got wind of what taxes look like and. Uh, Came out on social media saying, fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck if Trump don't like black people. Vote Trump. Fuck Biden. Yeah. Because he saw the differences in uh, tax rates that they were proposing. And this is why I say they have more in, in common than they don't, especially if you're a fair tax fan, because I've got a, uh, a copy here of our AJC in the business section comparing Biden Trump plan versus, yeah, com- comparing Biden tax plan versus Trump policy. And here we go. Corporate taxes. Uh, Trump, 21%. Biden, 28%. Income and payroll taxes. Trump, 37%. Way too fucking high. Biden, 52%. 
Small business yeah, that's taxes. The highest, that's the highest, right? Their highest. Yeah. Yeah. Small business taxes. Trump, 29.6%. Biden, 39.6%. Capital gains and dividend Ow. taxes. Trump, 23.8%. Biden, 43.4%. Biden's going to fuck me good, isn't he? And that's what I'm saying. And the, Small business. But nobody me. looks at this shit. Yeah, no, I know. I do. I look at all of it. I'm saying all the dummies right, that vote. Right. They don't look at that shit. And that's why when Fiddy saw, in New York anyway, the Biden tax plan would put him at like 62%. Yeah, yeah. He was like, fuck that. And going back to you being a small business owner, you actually have to cut a check to the government. Yes. yes. So you get to see the total amount that's taxed. Right. For most of the working public, they never see it because it's it, your income is pre-taxed. Yeah, it just comes yeah. out of your pay. So yes. you never actually get hit with how much shit you're not able to keep and that and they did that on purpose so that they can fuck with the tax yes. rate and yeah. you, you won't even really notice right. it if every american had to cut a check to the federal fucking government for what the government says comes due you this is what you owe me everybody would be voting for the fair tax everybody or they sure as fuck would be voting for the whoever the candidate is that proposed the lowest tax rate yeah at minimum that would be the outcome yes and because to me, every societal problem is economic. Every single one. There's not a problem that you can hit me with that I can't relate to, to economics. Right. If people were curious enough to look past the superficial surface level bullshit that 2020 has inundated us with, like, oh, it's because you're a white man, or it's because of racism, or it's because of inequity, or this or that. It's like, no, 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 no. It's economic. It's always economic. It's never anything other than economic. I guarantee you that. So if we voted based on economic policies, and not who smiled better, or who spoke <laughs> better, right. yeah. or who, you know, who bullshitted me better, and you got off of that superficial nonsense... We could actually vote ourselves into quite a wonderful thing. It's, right. it's what we had about 100 years ago. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> but I, I'm, I had to take that time because economic policy is the most important fucking thing that you could ever possibly have any say on. And to me, and, to and me. the first country that does the fair tax will be the biggest well, dick sh- on the planet. Yeah. Well, no. And in no time. But you, the key thing that you said is it gives the power to the people. And here's the thing with that. The government doesn't want that. It's the people exactly don't want that, too. A quotes. lot of them don't. Yeah. They a lot want of people the government are, to, yeah, have the, the to power. hand them yeah. things. Well, I mean, it, it's, it just always, for me, it's uh, if we could, you know, quote Rage Against the Machine, you know, they turn the power to the have-nots, and then came the shot. Well, yeah, well, yeah those I, capitalist I a, communists. I have another thing about the fair tax that if people would go and really look into the tax, mm-hmm. you actually get a prebate check from the government with the fair tax enacted. And the prebate check is for groceries and for uh, clothes, for anything that it takes for you to live. So it's a baked in you stimulus. Get a, you get a prebate check every month. For the amount of tax that you're going to have to pay on living. So it's basically a universal basic income plus taxation thing all in one. And it takes care of everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Now, ideally, 
if if I'm doing Jim's perfect picture perfect world, there's zero taxes and everything is paid voluntarily because humans are charitable if you give them the freedom. But again, I understand perfect world scenarios will never exist, but the fair tax fucking could. And it's the closest thing that is actually feasible that I would totally live with right especially compared to where we're at now and and like i said it's been this thing has been studied for 30 fucking years yeah and people don't know about it i mean it's no. been there for 30 fucking years you think they're teaching the fair ta- there you think they're teaching the fair tax in government schools oh, fuck yeah. no. No. Fuck no no why would they? no which is why i say abolish the department of education right. Because kids going through government schools but Mr. otherwise known as public Mr. schools Trump, if you hear this before the election uh, even though I'm not going to vote for you, I will give you, I'll give you two things that will guarantee you a win. Say you're going to legalize weed and say you're all in for the fair tax. Say those two things yeah. and you will guarantee you will win in a landslide. Yeah. You, you would have a hundred million a votes. You would have a hundred million votes delivered. Yes. So by the USPS, anybody from the Trump campaign hears that. Run with it, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this point, it, at that point, it wouldn't just be bigly. Yeah, it'd be hugely land. Yes, hugely. <laughs> it, would, it would be as bad as Reagan Mondale. Yeah, that's, even that's landslide shit right there. Yeah. Because this is the thing: the fair tax will never be implemented by a Democrat. No, it's either going to be a Republican or a libertarian yeah. that's going to do it. And it'll the be, reason it, it'll why, be a libertarian running as a Republican. Right. The reason I say that is because the Democrats, they love taxation. They fuck themselves they, into they, that. Yeah, exactly. And they, they need do. their voting base to believe that that's that, the only way to govern. Right. All the taxation that they take in, it just gives them more to divvy up amongst themselves. Yeah. And, that's the, and way, that's, that's the way your government works. Yes. And then, like I said, <laughs> you give... You give the biggest corporation on the face of planet Earth that's never that's running in the red and has been for decades more power, and you claim to be against uh, singularity of power. Like, we will do fuck? a full podcast on the fair tax. Uh, I promise. I promise that we will do a full. Uh, I want you to read up on it. Sure. Yeah. All three. Uh, all three. I'm, of us, I'm, I'm up on it. I'm up on it already. But read up. I know on of it. it so I and, just and yeah, we will do a full do a full podcast on the fair tax. Yeah, you have a doctorate in it, and I've got a bachelor's it's, in it. It's 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 amazing. It is. I've got a pamphlet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that we just wrote out right now. <laughs> it's on the back of a wet paper bag. Exactly. So and and these are all the things that they're not talking about in the debates because there's not a true candidate well, they, worth the shit they're right. not talking about anything of import because why the fuck would they, they all this is is mass distraction yeah it's because they want everybody concerned about things that are all so solvable if you got government the fuck out of the way yeah but who would run to hold a position of power to reduce their power but this is the thing. It's well, not, there's there's people out there that would. Yeah, they're just yeah, no, not given is, the opportunity, right, to actually go out there and say anything. But th- with the internet, that's no longer an excuse. I don't give two flying fucks. And I'm talking to you, Joe Joe Jorgensen, saying, "Oh, let me speak." We have the internet. If your message is good enough and you're good enough at delivering it, you can overcome that. I have faith in you. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, I, 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 cut <laughs> I cut you off. And on that note. 
Well, one thing that did come up in the debates that uh, really grinds my gears is, you know, they, they were talking about immigration and Biden. This, to me, this was the dumbest shit to bring up ever if you're Joe Biden. Oh, no, actually, I take that back. I almost fucked up. It was the moderator that brought it up. The 549 children right. that can't find their parents. Right. Yeah. But Biden still brought up the children in cages. Or at least he definitely didn't sway away from it. He, they're separating kids from their parents. And it's like, Biden, asshole, this ship, it originated under your fucking watch. Oh, I was just the lowly vice president. Yeah, but the, the main difference there, and this is what irritates me, it's not about who built the cages so much as about the people who used the cages. Not saying that Obama administration didn't. However, there was a clear definitive marker on how they were to be used. It was a 72 hour hold Mm -hmm. and then off you go for, you know, uh, trial or whatever the fuck. And this was a indefinite detention. Yeah, because Trump then had the zero tolerance policy, which meant that we were going to hold them longer than that, which means they quickly got filled up because we have porous borders. Ooh. Now, if it's important to say it's more important not who started it, but who's running it now or how it's operating now, then I would have to go to something that is far more impactful than what's going on on our southern border as far as lives that are affected, and that is war. Quite a few more lives are lost in war than on our southern border any given year. And under the Obama-Biden regime, they went into seven new countries during their time, and they... They overthrew Libya, where now they made slavery great again. A lot of droning going on, though. Yeah. A lot of droning. Yeah, a lot of droning. So, a lot of killing of other people yes. without even Americans yes. having anything, any yeah, skin in the game. From a from a little fucking trailer in So, Las he expanded Vegas. seven wars. He overturned Libya to where now slavery is a thing that exists. In the world. And I'm not saying Trump... Trump is far from perfect on this. Because he needs to shut all that shit down and and put out an EO to get all of our troops home now. Not wait till Christmas. Fuck that. Shut. Stop this dumb bullshit. Stop the fucking uh, genocide in Yemen. Stop murdering uh, innocent children that have nothing to do with any of this. And But, okay, I'm not going to go too far on that because as far as who's worse... Obama Biden were far worse, far worse by ma- ma- manners of uh, magnitude, matters of magnitude, degrees of magnitude, orders of magnitude, <laughs> orders. by orders of magnitude, <laughs> orders better than Biden uh, Obama because he hasn't started any new wars. He's still dropping bombs and that shit needs to stop. But if you're looking at who was worse versus who's there now, that is Trump on a bigly scale and to me that's one of the most important fucking things because as long as we're going around bombing other countries all you're doing is i mean does this even need to be said you're breeding future enemies that takes me to a war hawk a war hawk story let's get into it lou dobbs oh god 
took, <laughs> took completely took down Lindsey Graham. No J- shit. Yes. You have to see I'll it. take back it my, is, oh God, I, it is, I, I prejudged him. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was <clears throat> going through my news feed, you know, and it says, uh, Lou Dobbs, very critical of Lindsey Graham or whatever. And so I clicked on it, you know, and yeah, dude, he went all out on him on what? Cause he, for not backing Trump and, and for not helping Trump more. And I mean, all the, all the wrong reasons, but. It don't matter. It don't matter to me because hey, he was no, going after Lindsey Graham. It looks like it looks like a very good shot of us finally getting rid of one of them. Yeah, if, we got to get if, rid of the warhawks. That's it, and if, they're if, and they're on both look, sides. Uh, yes, and right now, there's are, a lot yes. more warhawks oh, on the a left. Load of them, yes. which is but ridiculous. If, if anything comes out of this election, good is if Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham or both of them get beat. That's a take that's Pelosi a, with you. I am great. I am great with that. <laughs> yeah. And then and then in two years, well, yeah, Pelosi's coming up next. She'll be next. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Just then Schumer, drag her out then next. Schumer and Pelosi, yeah. if they could be taken out, and then and just do it in you can do it in increments, America. Come <laughs> I'm on. okay with that. I'm yeah, okay I'll with give that. You that. I'll give you that. I'll wait. You know, wait they weren't years. all elected in the but, same day. They yes, could be elected exactly. out over time. That's fine. Exactly. Just, but just, you know. but get rid of Grassley. Get rid of all them old fucks that have been there sucking on the government teat yeah. for 30 years plus. Get rid of all of them. Because the, please. The one thing that is pretty notable is the only not war hawkish politicians traditionally are the new ones in there. Right. Because they're still all bright eyed and yeah. filled, filled with this idea <laughs> that they can make change. Yes. And, um, and but that, the older that's, ones, that's what you need, man. You need people that feel like they can do something like that dude, Matt gets, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of his, you know, he's got a lot he's, of things to improve on, right? But exactly. he's, yeah. he's but, far from wor- the, the worst, but he is, passionate about what the fuck he's doing yeah he just needs more fucking you know tack to him yeah and and same way with the democrat the uh, in the swamp you remember we were rocana yeah yeah same thing they're willing to talk to each other they're actually willing to work together because they hadn't been seeing each other every day for 30 fucking years and hating everything that they do that's why so and that's it, what the ruling elites hate, yeah, yeah, is but, when the two sides can yes. get together. Compromise is the new flip-flopping now. That is the most frowned upon thing ever, is we can't compromise. You need to win by 100%. It's what's killing our government. It, no one is willing to come to the table anymore. They want the win. It's that's all the fuck they want. the old fucks. Oh, agreed. That yeah. are in there. Now, don't get me wrong. They're the ones that are blocking all of the Rand Pauls and the fucking, all the younger guys that are in there. Yeah. All these old fuckers that have been there forever that rule every committee mm-hmm. that there is yeah. are fucking it up for the everybody. Now, under the current iteration of our federal government, I'm actually quite against them reaching across the aisle most of the time because it's usually very bad for Americans in the end because it means that they're both going to come out on top at our expense. However, when there's actual, you know how it's, you know how you know it's a good idea is when they're trying to go across the aisle and the, the chicken hawks up top are are preventing it. Right. You that's when I'm like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's probably something that we actually do want. 
Right. Um, so anyway, we got a little off there. Going back to the debates, because I got to get back to this. And uh, Well, I, you know, I, before we get back to that, and actually, uh, fellas, I'm going to leave you to it here in a few moments. Yep. Uh, but something I want to plea to the voters out there is next time you're sitting down to watch your favorite show and one of those commercials comes on yelling about this candidate that you can't stand and how many times they voted against shit that you support. Look at the fine print. Look at the pork that was included in the bills that they voted against. Exactly. Stop this face value bullshit. Nine times out of ten, when your government is voting on Clean Air Act, there's a little piece in there that's like, Oh, and then we're going to pay the oil companies shit tons of money and also uh, completely ignore other shit that they're they're doing and other shit that does not have anything to do with clean air. Please start reading, start looking at the shit that you claim to support, but could care less actually putting in the effort to research but well they make it impossible because they put so much shit in a bill you can't read it and it's just like i said on another podcast it's all that thereof here of throughout thou i mean it's like reading the fucking bible it is when you're reading a bill bills uh, should never be longer than a page yes ever and and you said that in the other podcast yeah that we talked about this year and and that's true that's true it should be an up or down vote on one fucking thing yeah and you shouldn't have hundreds of bills going to the floor every session right or you know every term there's not that much need yes half the things that they're trying to pass are to negate other prior bad legislation that they've already passed and and get more money well that's always yeah yeah yeah, yeah, get get more money you know if there was actual true true transparency and power we would all be against the power we all would well gentlemen you enjoy the rest of your time. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say to the audience, be kind to one another since I won't be around to say it. Um, but good night. I have to be up before God. So before God, before God, God. Yeah, I would, I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> hey, tomorrow's Sunday. That's his day off. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's sleeping in. Yeah, now, be sleeping because in of that, <laughs> because God's not out there to protect you, keep an eye out for those wily coyotes out there. They might try to drag Ooh. you across a border. Oh, yeah. <laughs> isn't it funny that that's the next thing I want to get into? Isn't it funny that everybody goes to church on the day that God sleeps? <laughs> that's pretty that's it uh, just thought about that and i'm gonna go to, go to sleep on that <laughs> Adieu. peace out but yeah so the one thing i've been trying to get back to and uh, i've been doing a very poor job of this entire time is getting back to the debates on the uh immigration thing one of the things <laughs> i can't believe trump did it he stepped right back in it <laughs> He didn't give a fuck. He was like, I'm going to go back to the rapists and the murderers. And the, well, I'm sure some are good people. <laughs> he was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm just going to repeat myself. And I know that uh, a certain percentage of the population already hates me for that from back when I was you know, coming down the elevators. But here we go again. I don't know who the fuck uh, he listens to. Uh, oh, yeah, himself. Anyway, he mentioned about this 549 kids that are uh, separated from their parents. We can't find their parents at the border. 
couple things to that real quick. First of all, that's assuming that they actually did come over with their parents. A lot of times that's very difficult to fucking prove. Right. And so you don't know who belongs to who. And in the cases where you can finally actually verify that, you know, they're, they're overwhelmingly they're reunited with their fucking right, parents. Right. So in times like this, where there are these children and there's no parents to link them back to, it's because there's no way to verify that that's actually the parent that brought them over. Because this is what Trump said, because a lot of times kids are brought over by people acting as their parents and they're actually coyotes. Right. Now. When Trump said this, again, I paid attention to this shit. Right. I knew exactly what he meant. Yes. Yeah. However, and apparently every Trump supporter knew what he meant, but thousands of people, at least on social media, which means there were probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands at home, had no clue. He thought, or a lot of people thought he was talking about actual fucking the mammal, the animal of fucking coyotes. And those <laughs> are the people that I rail against and every those, fucking podcast. And those people will be voting for Biden. For the, the person who is going to rule over you. Yes. Which is why I implore anybody with a fucking working brain, you have to vote to rule out their vote so that we don't accelerate our asses into idiocracy before I hit fucking 40. Ugh. Which I don't think is going to happen. <laughs> I think we're. I think that treadmill think is on full done. blast. I think we're done. But yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, I. I knew that there were probably going to be a few that were like, "Dog, coyotes for real." He thinks that people are saddling up coyotes, but I didn't think it would be this. And here's the worst of the worst. We have a what is claimed on her Twitter as a corporate attorney. And investment advisor, also a Georgia state representative, chief deputy whip of the Georgia House Democrats. <sighs> that was a mouthful. That was she, a lot. She's clearly voting Biden-Harris. Her header picture on her Twitter is Biden-Harris. This brainiac tweeted, live tweeted during the debates. She says, did at real Donald Trump just say 545 kids they can't find their parents for came over through quote cartels and coyotes unquote. How the hell does a coyote bring a whole human across the border? Lord, stop talking. That's your state representatives. Yeah. Not only are dumb people voting, but dumb people are getting elected. Yes. Dumb people are. And, and yes, that's yes. terrifying. <laughs> that uh, Let me read her fucking bio one more time. <laughs> Corporate attorney. And investment advisor. So people are listening to this woman. But Georgia State Representative and a Chief Deputy Whip, how does she get to these levels of power and influence when she doesn't even understand, which should be at this fucking time, if you claim to be, uh, I don't know, opinionated about the topic of immigration, how do you not even understand the basic terminology of immigration how 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 and why the fuck should we even listen to you you dumb bitch you should Look, be immediately removed from office out of stupidity it's just like the the chick down in south georgia that's the QAnon chick look they're gonna get dumber 
They're gonna keep getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Unless they listen to Ignore the Rant. Because, yes. Well, you know, I mean, you're gonna have to tell a few friends to make this work. But yeah. Yeah, and they're going to have to tell a few friends, and they're going to have to tell a few friends. Yeah. And this falls on our listeners way, as that's well. That's the way it works, <laughs> yes. So, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> I have been. I'm, a, I'm afraid. Well, now I'm scared of coyotes. Yes, I'm, a, I'm, I'm afraid of a coyote. Okay, and for anybody, I don't want to totally, uh, for that one listener out there that doesn't know what we're talking about, because God help me, I hope that you understand. And what if a you coyote don't, is. And if you don't, let me breathe. Let me come down. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not yelling at you. We're not judging you. Because I highly doubt that we have Georgia state representatives listening to us. I'm not yelling at you. But a coyote is someone who traffics people across the border and gets paid per the person that they, they don't have to get there and be uh, nationalized. Yes. They don't have to. They, nope. And they're usually driving a van or a big truck. They're driving something they can get a lot of people in at one time. Yeah. And they're Dude. usually having to pay tribute back to cartels to get through these lands and half the time they're going through cartel lands right the girls are getting pulled off and raped yes some of the men get fucking straight up murdered yes yeah and so they, they go know through a lot look yes i, I, I that an immigrant that comes here especially from on, so, on the southern border they go through the shit that they go through to get here mm-hmm. should earn them a spot here just for the shit that they go through to get here. But, and I've got nothing against that. My only gripe with immigration is the lack of assimilation. That's my only gripe with immigration. I wish he was still in here. Is that, yeah, well, you know, it's, I, I know he's, I know he's got, he's got an early day. That's a, that, when, yeah. I wouldn't do what he does. Well, he, and I, he and I have talked about assimilation and I'm like, yeah. Speak English if yes. you're going to be here. Pay taxes. And he's speak like, oh English. my God, that sounds racist. Now, this was when he first moved here when he was still liberal. Uh, I don't know where he's at now in his right. transition. Right. <laughs> I think he, he might be on our side now. I don't know. But but I agree with you. Yes. Yeah, if you're it, it, going you, to come, if, you're, if, if you are wanting to be a contributing member of this society, then you need to be a, an actual member of this society. Right. It, it would, and I've made this point many times i would not move to france and expect the french people to know how to speak english no you I would bring it up make it upon myself to figure out how to fuck to speak french as quick as i could yeah to communicate with two, people two things there you would be a dick if you did that and yes. expected them to curtail to exactly. you exactly and that's why i say you can't have you cannot have the mass immigration that we have. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. I'm not going down that road. There's arguments for and against. I'm not even going to stop one at that. for English. You, you cannot have mass immigration with a lack of assimilation plus a welfare state and expect everybody to get along and be hunky-dory with the border situation. You, can't, you cannot be freaked out that people want closed borders and a fucking wall because of how we currently have it. Exactly. It should not be a surprise to you. Now, I'm not saying one is good and one is bad. I have done this in a Home Depot. I was. I remember I was looking for a screw gun, and I'm walking down the screw gun aisle, and I notice all the boxes are in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so, what do I do? <laughs> I start turning all the boxes around <laughs> to the English <laughs> side, right? 
And, uh, you white supremacist. Yes. <laughs> and it, but it's not that. It's a. No, I know. This, it's the. I, I couldn't understand what the boxes said, you know? So yeah. I started turning them around to the English side so I could read them. And, uh, man, you should have seen the looks I was getting from people for doing that. Yeah. And that's not right. That's yeah, because you right. should now assimilate. You came here. No, 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 you came here. No, Doug, you got it all backwards. You, as the Americans, should now assimilate to them. To the, yes. This is what's really fucked up. Any bank, any mortgage company, anything like that that you call, even the IRS. This was shocking to me. When you call the IRS, in the beginning of the call, they always say, press one for English. Now, para español, pregunto número dos. Yes, you know it. You know it. Exactly. Now, if you don't press one, a lot of those calls will default to Spanish. Because of things you don't understand. And And they want to be there. And that's not right. Well, there's parts parts of town in our county uh, that you can go in and you can't read any of the street signs. Yeah. You You don't. You don't. I don't patronize any of those businesses because I don't know what the fuck they are. Right. Now, I will say this. If I want authentic ethnic food... Yeah, you go to those parts I know exactly where to go. Yes. The places I can't read the menu. Right. And I just point at the picture. I hope that they have pictures. Right, now, if right. it's a if it's a Mexican place or a, a Spanish place, I can get by. Right. You know, I can speak, you know, yo hablo piquito espanol, pero es, uh, es más o menos. It's, it's good enough to get me the goddamn burrito that right. I want. Right. But it's not good enough to have an in-depth conversation and build any relationships. And and there there's a disconnect there. There's a natural disconnect where if you can't communicate with your neighbor, you're not going to get along for very long when things come up like this that actually need to be discussed neighbor to neighbor. Right. You're just going to have very different worlds. In fact, what you're going to have, and you might get along only due to isolation, but what's going to end up happening is you're going to have segregation. Yeah. Which, hey, if it's voluntary, I don't give a fuck. But if if you're on a particular side, left, where segregation is a bad thing because it leads to racism, then I don't know, man. Think about it. Think about it. But it, it's odd because right now, the calls for segregation are coming from the left. Now, it's the extreme left and it's the activist side of the left, but they are pushing for that more than anything. So if you want to go do segregation, cool. Let's do this shit again and be surprised when it ends up exactly the same way it did the last time. Yes. Everybody wants to be this, you know, united society and all that. That starts with language. That's what makes a country a country is culture and language. Those are the only two things that distinguish countries from each other. And when you don't have a national, we're the only country without a national language. We have no official language mm. of the United States. Our, law, our laws are written in English. I'd no, say yeah, it's but, English. But there's no law that makes English the official language of the United States. Uh, kind of hard to be a melting pot if you're going to start telling people that they have to leave their shit at the door. Well, I agree I mean, with I, you. I'm not t- and I think that it should be. I'm not saying that they have to leave their shit at the door. I'm just saying that if they want to have Chinatown, Mexican town, whatever, I don't care. I don't care about that. Yeah, But when you walk up to me in society and you expect me to speak Spanish and you look at me weird because I don't. Well, and then at the same time, that is a problem. And then at the same time, if you do come up and speak Spanish, they're going to say, dude, you're culturally appropriating their language. 
So these woke left retards have so many rules that are self-defeating. I can never support the left right now. It's co- it's the, a communication the, the, thing is the, what it is. The it's current not- modern left, I cannot support. Can't right. do it, won't do it. Right. They're, they're logically... Uh, just ridiculous. And they, you know, they like, don't, their own stances don't make sense. So, and I'll say it like this because we are coming up on the election. The election will be happening 10 days short. Okay. We have one more episode before yes, the election. We have one more. And I'm, I know that next week is going to probably be election dominated as it probably should because it's the last one before. And yes. that's fine. But I will say this right now I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for. If you can't figure that out by now, then I feel sorry for you. I'll tell, I'll, I'll come out and say you have voted for the, the, the episode after the election. But until then, I'm just trying to make points as I see them now. I am not a, a pro Trump guy. I'm not. And I haven't been this whole time. I'll make arguments that defend him when I think that the arguments against him are bullshit. And there's been, too many, in my opinion. Um, I'm not. I'm not conservative. I'm not Republican. I'm not pro-Trump, and I'm not alt-right or whatever. But I am anti-left, and I know that sounds bad. I know that people hear that and they could, they might lose their shit. But I am absolutely opposed to the vast majority of the things that the left comes out in favor of. Because they, they're either really dumb, they're either going to bankrupt our country, they're going to divide us culturally even more. None of them lead to anything actually positive in my mind. Right. Not to mention politically, from an ideolo- ideological standpoint, we share all, next to nothing. Um, so, I say, I say, new left. Yeah, uh, that's that's. I, I can I, only speak for right now. Today, right, right. Like I said, the old fucks, that's the one thing when they do get out of there, all that'll be gone and it'll all be new lefts. And then and then it'll be just crazy, crazy. Yeah. It, but it, until then, there's still some Democrats in there, some old geezers that are some keep, old bloodhounds that are, that are keeping the little youngsters at bay. So no, you can't do that. But when they die off, and that's and it's going to happen, just get ready for it. I agree with you. I'm, I mean, I'm not anti either side. I'm anti stupid. You know, if you're if on either side, if you're a dumbass and you're a Republican, I'm going to call you a dumbass. If you're a dumbass and you're a Democrat, I'm going to call you a dumbass. A dumbass Republican to me right now is less dangerous than a dumbass Democrat. Oh well, a dumbass Democrat is straight up dangerous yeah right, right now. now right yes. now in, in the current setting yes yeah they're straight up dangerous yeah i'm talking the young liberal yeah we're talking about the same uh, we're talking about shit. the same yeah yeah and yeah, that's what and, and when i say the left that's what i mean no, i'm not right. talking about pelosi or uh right hell, even some of the democratic all those, all congress people that yeah. we have here in georgia i'm not even talking about them right i'm talking about where that the party young, is going yes they're headed in the wrong direction i am anti that yes and I'm, and a, I think a lot of people are. I think even a lot of Democrats are. Yeah. Here's one thing I've seen, and we might get even maybe a little deeper if I can find the right material. I, I was I was more prepared for the debate recap, but this, like all episodes, kind of just goes out like a, a spoke on a tire, and who knows where we're going right. to. It just goes out from all directions. But I've seen 
far more. And and like I've always said, I'm I'm a libertarian. I run in, I run in libertarian circles. I have seen, especially within the past couple of weeks, an insane amount. And it might just be the way that my algorithms work and what I what I'm fed when I turn on my phone. Right. But I've seen way more people who are self-appointed, you know, self-described libertarians and former Obama, even Hillary voters right. that are saying they're voting Trump now. That's what I've seen. And it's because they understand that Biden will not be anything more than a literal figurehead. And Kamala, who is a lot younger than him, that is a lot, su- surprisingly, it doesn't seem like it should make sense, is a lot more willing to play footsie with the new left, terrifies even them too. And so I think what you're going to have is probably a more falling into, is Trump a libertarian? Fuck no. But would I put up with another four years of Trump over a four-year start to this new left? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. Nobody ever gets 100% of what they want in any election, except for the person who wins. Well, this is this is. There's what, only one person that actually gets what they want in an election. There's you know, only one. You know, they're already kicking, uh, kicking the tires on Don Jr. and Eric running together in 2024. I mean, they're going to kick 85,000 different tires. I, they, I, I would almost. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If if Trump does get reelected, I don't say that it's an impossibility. I'm not going to say that, but I really believe Biden's going to. Right now, this thing out. right now, it's right now. It's 100% possibility yeah, yeah, that either I, one of them, yeah, right, could I, be president. I'm not, I'm not saying that Trump can't do it, that it can't be done, but right now, it's really looking like Biden's going to win it, and he's going to win pretty big, dude. I mean, that's that's what and I I'll, think. And I'll say it right now, I think that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, not because no, of I'm Biden. Not, I'm not saying it ain't terrifying. It's Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Yeah, <laughs> and it, that it, she's it actually has very little to do with Biden, right? Because right. he's not going to yeah. be. He's going to be just like the GW presidency where it's the vice president running everything and all i gotta say right now is if if you are an anti-war person there's only one way to vote and it ain't for the democrat ticket it just isn't we will be in escalated tensions around the world within a year probably yeah yeah i mean okay here's one thing uh getting back to the debate the the fact that Biden tried to hit Trump for being peaceful and friendly with North Korea absolutely tells you everything you need to know about how the Democrats feel about conflict internationally, that they're willing to stoke it. Now, you can say all you want about Trump being overly nice to um, dictators and, and horrible leaders, and yeah, sure. I mean, but if that's the bad thing is that he says nice things about bad people instead of, you know, no, let's let's ramp up tensions with them. I'd rather have somebody say say good things about someone bad than do than make that bad person show us how bad they are. Right. And I know that's an easy fear-mongering tactic uh to say vote for Trump because otherwise you're going to have war over here. It's a lot of what happened with GW well, on his the, second term, but the, the, this is the thing about um, about North Korea in particular. 
is Joe Biden's in China's pocket. He mm-hmm. has been for a long time. Yeah. So anything that kicks off in North Korea, China will squash if Biden is in office. China will squash that shit out. Now, would China do that for Trump? I kind of doubt it. But, but I don't see it anything kicking off because of Trump. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just North Korea. Now, Iran, that would be scarier to me under Biden than North Korea would. Well, I mean, Iran, especially Kamala Harris. Holy shit. Going in there against the Iran, that would be terrifying. Yeah. That would be straight up terrifying. Yeah, because I think that they would break a record that America has been running for decades now, and that is not getting into a hot conflict with a nuclear power. Right. I think Kamala is so fucking dumb that she would end that streak. Trump, for all the dumb shit that you can say about him, he's, he's not going to do that. He's not a war guy. No. Yeah, he's not. And, he's, and he's not a war guy for reasons totally different than why I'm right. not a war guy. Right. To him, it's bad business. Right. And to me, I don't give a fuck what your reasons are. Yeah. Just as long as the end result is, we're not going to war. He just wants to make sure he can build a fucking condo there when he's not president Hey, anymore. you know what? That's fine. And We uh, have a long storied history right. of presidents getting richer when they leave office. Right, right. Um, he wants Trump Tower Moscow, Trump Tower Beijing. Yeah, go for it. Trump Tower fucking wherever the fuck. Hey, uh, man, go do North it. North Korea. <laughs> do it. Go for it. I don't give a shit. So just not until you're out of office. You know, that's all. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing about Biden. He was out of office when he got all that money. But now you want to jump back in. I know. I, I know. Know. Well, I know. See, that's I the thing. Know. That's the I thing. I don't know if I want you back can in. Can you jump back in? I don't can think, you do that? I don't think you can. Can you do that? Not right now. Not under these circumstances with those people. Right. No. Right. No. My answer is no. But, um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was so bizarre that that was something that they were trying to hit on Trump as a negative. It's like. What the fuck is wrong with you? And what was it, what was really funny was the laptop, the, the laptop, yeah, the laptop from hell. Yeah, well, the and laptop that's, from hell. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was saying about for people like you and me, we knew exactly what he was talking about. But if motherfuckers out there don't even know what a coyote is, that shit went over their head yeah, too. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, there were a lot of people they had no idea what he was talking about with the laptop because that story has been censored so heavily. Right. That you can't even send it to somebody through social media. Yeah, you can't. You can't even uh, message it. Yeah, you can't hit no. comment. You can't comment on it. You can't do anything. No. And they suspended uh, the New York Post account. You know because they wrote that story. Right. And even NPR. This is why I hit on NPR a little while ago. They're not so impartial anymore. You know they said, "Oh well, we." If you're wondering why we haven't said anything about it, it's because. We don't feel that it's important. And it's like, that's not your job. That's not your job to make the decision if you think it's important. Right. The, your job is to report it, and it's up to us to decide if right. it's important. And you can bet if it would have been Junior's laptop, you know. We would never would hear be, the fucking end of yeah, it. Yeah, it would be everywhere. So, like I said, they're all criminals. <laughs> you now, know, they're all, they're all criminals. Now, I will say this. I, I, I know where I will be on, on uh, voting night. Now, I'll be sitting on my couch, enjoying a fine beverage, and watching all the melee on TV, and hadn't waited in line once to vote. Now, out of all of this, because we're coming to the end of the political campaigning year, thank God. That, that is one good thing about the, the last debate. 
It is. Is that we're we're coming to the end of the campaign season. I'm not saying poli- politics definitely doesn't end. It never does. But at least this season is coming to a close. We're coming to our final episode as far as that goes. And just looking back on the year, you know, they're trying to bring up all the things, you know, most everything that they brought up was all based in 2020. They weren't talking about anything from 16, 17, or 18. Right. But if you look back, just even over this year, like, does anybody even remember the impeachment? (laughs) Yeah. Anybody even remember that Trump was impeached? Right. Now, it seems like the Democrats have forgotten. You you would think that in an election year, you would be ringing that bell non-fucking-stop. This man was impeached. This guy is only the you know third president or whatever ever in the history of this country right. to be impeached but they're not they're not pushing that at all they haven't even brought it up once and i've been listening it's i've been listening a whole lot and it, it's on purpose yeah because it implicates their chosen front runner it implicates biden yes almost like all of this was a fucking show my whole point in all this is you have all these things that trump was impeached for right that biden and his son are seemingly and to me i'm gonna go out and say it are fucking guilty of embroiled in yes and that's why you're not hearing about any of this but the shit comes up about all of these horrible things on hunter biden's laptop and the only thing the democrats even half-assed tried to counter it with is a still shot of rudy giuliani and borat too well, that's then, why I'm saying all of this was a show. No, none of this matters, and it was all a buildup just so Sasha Baron Cohen could have a. This trailer. is the difference that I see: is <laughs> Trump was president when all this shit started happening against him. He was the president. Okay. And Joe Biden hadn't been in office, you know, for four years, and he started receiving money mysteriously after he came out of office. But no, if, it's, if you go into this, a lot of those emails were actually while he was still in office. Oh, okay. This whole thing, and that's the big thing about the what the, all this implication is, is because it goes back to Ukraine while he was a vice president. Right. All the emails, and even with China, and the big guy, and all this shit was all while he was in office. Oh, okay. Which okay, is what well. all set up how he could get that payday once he left office. You can't get that big payday the moment you step out of the White House right. if you haven't been building it up while you were in power. Right. And that's what all this laptop shit uh, oh, no, they're comes all, out and flat out says this was the date. Yeah. He was vice president. The dude is guilty. Yeah, they, they all, look, they're all criminals. They all did that. I the, understand. George Sr. did it with George Sr. But if Jr. you're a criminal going after a, another supposed criminal right. for doing the thing that you- You did, yes. Uh, you just got done doing. Right. That explains why not a single fucking mention of the impeachment has come up. That, that's the politics. That's politics. And here's dude. another thing with this whole Hunter Biden laptop deal. You remember last week we had some hypotheticals. To me, it's confirmed. It's 100%. It's legit. Those emails are real. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, that, I've never debated it was legit. I'm going down the list. Those emails were real. Those pictures are real of Hunter. And that laptop was Hunter's. It wasn't something that was hijacked off of one laptop and put on this as a dummy laptop or any of that. All that's been confirmed at this point. Well, they said that the FBI has his laptop. Now? Yes. No, it's been in their custody the whole time. Yeah, for months. But it got to that Delaware computer shop December of last year, and then it was handed over to the FBI. Right. right. Hunter Biden signed the slip for that. It's been confirmed. That's Hunter Biden's signature. To He's the one who dropped the fucker off. He signed for it. 
And the other way that well, you know that it's... Dude's, that dude's in a bad way then. Yeah. If, if he actually dropped off a computer... And signed the and do signed work the on shit, my shit. He is in a bad way. There's two more ways that you know it's real. Hunter Biden's attorneys have written them a letter of release to release the laptop back to them before the FBI got a hold of it. They wanted it back because it was truly Hunter's. And on top of that, they haven't come out and refuted the fact that those emails are real. Not a single Biden representative has come out and said no. The only thing that they tried to do was have their surrogates who are not associated with them to come out and run, oh, well, it's just Russian disinformation. Uh, all I can say which is, all is in, the, in the words of Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Especially when you smoke it. If if he signed the slip and that is his laptop, that is just, that's beyond uh, what I would have believed. <laughs> I mean, it, it's well, that's what I said. Just in one week's time, once you can actually get some more information on this, that's where it ruled that out. I mean, the me. hack, I could see. Sure. But something like this, that's just. No, they've, yeah. they've, they've come out now. And that's another thing is they have, they already have all this information. They already know everything that we are finding out. And it's on purpose, obviously, you know, that needs to go without being said. At this point out, I go back to what I said months ago. And that is, is that if you vote for Biden, it's only because you hate Trump that much. Now, I would never recommend anybody do anything with that level of emotion running through your head. If you're that emotional, you shouldn't make any decision. Right. You just shouldn't because it's, it's not a wise one. Ask anybody. Yeah, it's, all, it's straight up reactionary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's... It, it's a dumb way to live your life. Fucking election. It's just a dumb thing to do. Ask anyone, hey, should, you, should I make this decision? Should I make, whether you think it's important or not, should I make this decision while I'm angry? Right. Everyone knows. No. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Slow down. It's a, it, look up, look up coyote, Google coyote. Yes. It will tell you. It's the second thing. Look, America, you are not sending your brightest to Washington. <laughs> look, America, you're not sending your brightest to the voting booth. Yes. Uh, so, like I said, they're only going to get dumber. Mm-hmm. It, it, the politicians, the voter, the system, the way everything is set up now. And it's the schools, man. I mean, you can even see it in the schools. Yeah. When I was a kid growing up, we had civics class. We had we learned things, and if you didn't learn things, you failed. And if you failed enough, they held you back a grade. Yeah, because that was That's, either before the Department of Education right came was, in. Yeah, that was 76. was established. Yes, yeah, so, so it was. Yeah, and then even into your high school years, yeah. it was just a the trajectory. It. it was a trajectory where the government hasn't had an opportunity to fuck to it get up its yet. Claws. In it there. is fully yeah. failed at this point. Right. I don't yes. know what else we need to see. Until people wake the fuck up, and that's why school choice should be on your ballot, and that's why private school should be on your ballot, homeschooling should be an option for you, but you gotta get your fucking kids out of these failing, shitty government schools. Think about what politics is gonna look like in just 15 years. Think about that. I hope that the youth of America, and there are indicators that this isn't going to be the end if we can just stop from destroying ourselves there's a lot of zennials and gen zers or whatever they're called now that are actually coming out highly against all this woke shit and numbers that are surprising right there's younger and younger but personalities coming out that are not into that whatsoever right but this is the thing they need to be on both sides you know what i'm saying you can't have 
um, all of the people that are like that be all Republican or all of the people that are like a certain way be all Democrat. It has to be a divide that can be worked out. All I'm saying That's what is it has to turn back into. I agree with you. All I'm saying is there's no hope if our youth is lapping up all of this anti-racist, right. uh, white privilege, white fragility bullshit. Right. If just as long as there is some pushback to that nonsense, then there's hope. But if if everyone coming behind us thinks that we are inherently racist and they totally are bought into this critical race theory bullshit, right? We're fucked. All right. You know that, it's all about education, man. It's all, it all comes down to education. Yeah. Choose you your know, indoctrination wisely. It's yeah, parents. Yeah, and don't get, you know, don't let your kids be on the fucking iPhone. Yeah, don't all day. don't hand your kids over to the state to have the state raise your kid right. and then be surprised when you get back an absolute mindless fuck because you allowed it. In fact, you paid for it. And in, in fact, I helped pay for it. So yeah, abolish the Department of Education. It's ruining our goddamn country. It's making all of us stupider, and that's how we got to where we're at right now. Fuck them all. Now, I was going to go in. There was other shit that I wanted to talk about, Obama's rally speech in Philly. But, you know, our buddy, David, over at Through the Muck and the Mire, right. did a great job with that. He recorded the entire thing, paused it, did a reaction uh uh, episode much like we did with our first presidential debate right so i i will take this time to suggest everyone go check out through the muck and the mire on youtube and give him a follow subscribe and check out his content he's doing good things over there and he also did a debate recap uh that's shorter than this long ass one <laughs> but uh a long one. i've really enjoyed a lot of the content that he's put out He's we we don't see eye to eye on everything, right? And we don't have to. Uh, if I saw that's the way it's supposed to be. If I was be. directly in lockstep with everything that he thought, then there would be no reason to go check him out, right? But the fact that he does things with his own flair, with his own ideas and opinions, and he does it very well. So I got to give some love and support his direction. Uh, so please, if you could, any listeners of ours, go check him out on YouTube. And um, he basically covers anything that we don't have time to. <laughs> Sometimes he covers the same things we do, but right. I, I, I like his style. I like his humor. And uh, I think you will too. So I don't have anything else uh, concurrently for this week, Doug, unless you got anything. I have nothing but... Um, contempt for the white man? Yeah, yeah contempt. <laughs> contempt for the voters of America. Oh, yes. man. What a doozy of a week. The electorate. They call it. I really hope that they are able to call it election night. That Whoever the nice. fuck wins. Yeah, I know. It would I, be nice. I want them to be able to call it more than I give a fuck who wins. Right. <laughs> That's Yes. Get it in all with. honesty. Yeah. If this Yank I, that band-aid off. Whoever does win, I hope that it is so broad yeah. of a of a you know, such a wide range between the two. I want I want that more than I care about who wins. Right. More more than anything. More than ever. I now. agree with that, man. I don't want to. I don't want it to linger for a fucking month. No, no. I don't want this to be contested. It, like fucking oh, two thousand. Man, that was two thousand was crazy. And think about think about that. The last time we had a contested election was pre nine eleven, and it was it it wasn't severe, but it was it got heated. 
Uh, it got very heated. Uh, I, I remember, dude, George Bush. He didn't. He he didn't make the walk to to the fucking through the streets of D.C. to go up to the White House. He couldn't do that. Now, mind you, I'm talking from 2020 after a year full of riots, where right. I go, it wasn't severe. Right, right. So yeah. take that with a grain of salt. Right. My point is, is that's how it was handled in pre 9/11. Right, America. It ain't going down like that this this time. If it yeah. does happen, I, and I don't, I don't want, I don't even want to think about that. It's kind of odd. The closer we get to the election, the less I'm actually thinking about the actual election, the, well, the, <laughs> the violence and the strife and shit. Like for whatever reason, I'm feeling more and more like it's not going to get ramped up like well, that. It, it's not the end of the fucking world, and if people would just. No matter who wins, just take your medicine. If it's not the guy you wanted to win, hell, I got to take the medicine of either one of them fucking winning. So, (laughs) I mean, just, you know, I don't want either one of them to be the president, but one of them's going to be. Now, I will will, live with that. I will say that. Yeah, I don't really want either of the two to hold the office of president. And that's where we're at. But I understand that one of them will. Yes. So as long as that's the nature of what we're faced with. I'm going to throw my vote behind one of them. Right. Okay, I'll go, and ahead, that, I'll and go ahead and say it. It's going to be Trump. He's voting for Biden. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not an Andy Kaufman. I'm not going to Andy Kaufman all you guys and come out right. with the Biden Biden flags. Like, that's I, I rolled all you motherfuckers. Right. I voted blue no matter right. who, bitch. No, no, I'm not voting Biden. I can't. If you remember when we were talking about me not voting, mm-hmm. and I said I couldn't pick a side, and not only that, but I can't vote for the lesser of two evils. I can't do that. Yeah. I just can't do that. I can't bring myself to vote for something that I am not for. I can't. And the way that I always see it is no one's ever going to line up with me 100%. Right. So if uh, I can I find a, if, that. If I can find a candidate that I do align with 60 to 70% of the right, way, right. they're going to get my support. And I, I, under- I understand that. But if there was another Ron Paul or another Jimmy Carter, even, yeah. if there was somebody like that, that came along and I was like, that's a good man. He's not in this for any other reason than to try to make things better. He's not bought and sold. Right. Yeah. No, I'm it, with you. He's, if somebody could come along like that, I probably would register and I probably would vote. But sure. I just don't see it. And I don't fine. see anybody. I don't expect to see you there and yeah. that's okay. <laughs> now, that, that will be a discussion that will linger on for the uh, life of this uh, of this show. Right. But I do feel like I need to answer for myself because I know that I have some friends of mine, some libertarian friends of mine that are probably yelling at their speakers right now going, how the fuck can you vote for Trump and not Joe Jorgensen? And I would love to explain why. I, and I know why. And it's not because it's a throwaway vote. It's not because third parties never win. I've voted Libertarian before. I've done it damn near every time I have voted. This is the year where I will not. And it's because I have higher standards for Libertarians. And I know that sounds hypocritical no. or, or whatever. But if I'm going to support the, par- the party of principle, then they need to... They need to uphold those principles. Yes. And in my opinion, Joe Jorgensen has not done that. And I will explain. To me, the the basic tenets, the foundation of libertarianism 
is not and has nothing to do with social justice issues. And I know that people might think that if you're on the left or if you're a left libertarian, you're like, sure it does. No, it doesn't. Because to me, racism and identity politics and race in general is collectivism. It is not individualism. Right. And for me, libertarianism is 100% about individual responsibility, anti-collectivism, and self-ownership. Everything goes back to the individual. Right. And freedom and liberty. And if you want to talk about minority groups, the smallest minority is the individual. Right. And libertarians don't put a value on race because race is a natural divider. On its face, you're singling out a group based on an immutable characteristic right. that no one controls. Right, right. I can't, I have no liberty over my skin color. I have no responsibility over my skin color. Right. There's nothing libertarian about your fucking race. Right. Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen, who I did support initially when they were first announced, I did not support them when they were, when they were campaigning for the uh, candidacy of, by the Libertarian Party, I didn't even know who the fuck they were. But once they won the nomination, they automatically had my support. That's the way I roll. The right. Libertarian candidate automatically gets my support until they lose it. And for me, they lost it over the summer because of the, the, the tweeting from the Libertarian Party Twitter account and from the Joe Jorgensen account and from... Spike Cohen account and from listening to Spike and Joe use their own words to describe what they thought was important and it always coming back to race, you know, uh, equality. They're and playing the 2020 card is what they're, they're doing. They're, they're, they, were, they were bending to the left, right. which to me, you're losing anybody that could disagree with you. And I wholeheartedly disagree with you as a libertarian. So... You, you did not uphold our own principles. Right. Because if your argument is good enough and if it's based in principle, you don't have to bend your message to either side. You win out the argument because you have the better argument. Right. And to me And that's the and that's the way the whole system should work. Yes. So as and as soon as they veered off and said that it's not good enough to not be racist, you must be actively anti-racist zip it up i'm out fuck off fuck you first of all libertarians are never about we and must right those are antithetical to libertarianism right. 101 i <laughs> yeah you have the right and the ability to choose how you live your life and being not racist is more than good enough right Anti-racism is some lefty social justice warrior activist bullshit and that see, is that, antithetical to liberty. And and what's crazy is that's the ruining of the left. Is that yeah it, the whole woke thing? Like I said, once the old guys are gone and all these youngsters are in there, yeah. it's just going to be a fucking shit show. Yeah, because to me, libertarians already have won the argument because we are principled base. And I don't know how my argument would lose to anyone when what I'm pushing for is for you to have more 
freedom and more options and choice right, over right, your own life right. and to have more of your own money in your own pocket right. and have less people telling you what to do and how to do it and how to talk and what to say and what not to say and who to bake a cake for and what bathroom to go in. I don't give a flying fuck. I'll leave that up to you. Self-determination. Right. What is so wrong about that? I, I want less people to tell you what to do. How, how is that not something everybody's already on? And to me, from talking with most anybody, I find that most people, the overwhelming majority of people are naturally libertarian. Right. Well, I mean, you're probably born libertarian yeah. and you're beat into whatever the you're fuck you're molded out of it. Yes. So to me, it did come down to the social uprising, excuse me, the social uprising over the summer with right. the BLM stuff and all that. Right. And I'm not saying that what they came out and, and supported is inherently wrong, bad, or evil. But what I'm saying is, is I don't support that mindset, that that group thing, right? Because it's not libertarian. So if you're claiming to represent libertarian ideals and then you don't, I'm sorry, I have higher standards for you. So you're you're party, not the person. I'm principle over party a hundred percent of the time. Right. Fuck the libertarian right. party. But if you're going to claim to be a libertarian right. and represent the libertarian party, then I expect you to uphold those principles. Right. And if I feel that you don't uphold those principles, I don't give two shits what party you're from. And that's, Ron Paul ran as a Republican, never as a Libertarian. Right. Well, Ron, so yeah, and I the, don't give a fuck about the party. If, well, there if, was a reason for if that. If Joe Biden came out and said, "You know what? I'm all about individualism and self responsibility and 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 self determinism," Biden would get my vote. But he's not. And I'm not saying that Trump is. But what I'm saying is, is if I can align with a politician 70% or more, they get my vote. And as weird as 2020 is, I find myself aligning more with Trump on the shit that I care about than with what Joe Jorgensen has been running on that I don't well, give two shits about. Well, that, we'll see. And that's the thing about Trump, what I was saying earlier about him beating himself up. Yeah. If he would just shut up, really, and just lock himself in the White House, just like Joe Biden locked himself in the basement. This would be a lot different race. Well, here's the thing. Trump has good instincts as far as... Yeah, crowds and shit like that. Yeah, no, no, getting no, no, out no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying about the shit that he actually wants to get done legislatively. Right, right. He right. has good instincts. Yes. Yeah, he I wants agree. to push things down to the states. He doesn't want to get us in any longer entangled and embroiled wars. You know, he doesn't want uh, bad trade deals or what... I don't really like the tariffs, but the shit that he's willing to bring up you gotta, you got to admit, what he ran on in 2016 is more libertarian than what Joe Jorgensen's running on now. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think now I totally am against his uh, bump stock ban, his red flag laws, right. and all of his two-way shit. That, that is some bullshit. And that is very important to me. But the main reason why I will not be voting for jo Joe Jorgensen in this election is because I think that she's just a bad... She's just bad at what she does. She's bad at getting her message out. She wasn't able to get on any decent platform well, i was see, able to see her on 25 different platforms but they all had listenerships of diddly dick she has no chance of winning no and when she immediately her biggest crowning moments were all embracing the left social justice shit and and i don't want i don't support any of that i'm i'm anti that i can't be anti that and then vote for that person there's not much that trump is pushing out there that i'm anti i just wish that he would not 
go about it that way. And that is why Biden was never going to get my vote. He was never in question. There's nothing that man stands for that I even parallel myself with. But it was between Joe and Trump and Joe lost me with the woke shit. And that's enough to lose my vote because to me, if we, if we go in that direction, we are far worse off than anything Trump has done over the last four years. And that's all I have to judge him on as, at this point. We're going to start our own party. The Rannable Party. <laughs> the Rannikins? Yes. <laughs> Rannikins. Rannikins Unite. Yeah. So if you want to be a Rannikin, yeah, we'll come up with some sort of doctrine of what a Rannikin. <laughs> Realistic libertarians with balls. A Rannikin would be. Yeah. yeah. I'm some not, not going to get hung of, up and you shouldn't even have to get a license to drive your car. <laughs> no. And I understand why people look at the Libertarian Party and just fucking die laughing. Because they are a joke. The party itself is a joke. And the people that they chose this time let me down. I mean, I voted Gary Johnson. I voted on the Johnson Weld ticket last year. Even though Gary Johnson, Johnson was all for the fair tax. Yeah. He was, he was about the things that mattered most to me. This is what's crazy is how many people that vote Democrat would benefit from the fair tax. It crosses all parties. It's not a policy that is democratic or republican or it's it's a way of taxation it's out in the open so so everyone can see sure how much money is being brought in sure now like here's the thing yeah sure i'll vote i'll vote trump this election but down ticket beyond that if i see libertarians yeah they'll get my if i if and I don't even know if he's running in our district. I don't think he is. But Shane Hazel, uh, he's a libertarian. If I'm in the district to vote for him, if he's, I don't know if he's running statewide or just for a uh, congressional district, I will fucking, I will vote him. Right. I've followed him. I've listened to his podcast. I've, I've checked him out. That man stands on principle. And, well, and but what I, basically what I was saying was that the fair tax is a libertarian idea. Yes. It's very libertarian. Yeah. And I really believe that a lot of people are a lot more libertarian than what they think they are yeah just like i said find the person that you align with 70 percent of the way right. and give them your vote the majority if not 90 plus percent of people i think naturally fall in that 70 percent libertarian right they just do but the, everyone wants to chop up the that last 10 percent about shit that in the end really doesn't gonna make any it, fucking effect on right. anything yeah. So not on you personally, it doesn't. But to me, war is probably the most important issue, yeah. and Trump is better on it than Biden is. And that was basically the deciding factor. And Joe Jorgensen supporting what I am v uh, very much against, she cannot get my vote for that because I won't support it. And that's my stance. So fuck you, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. You could have done better, you could have had my vote. But there's always next time. But you fucked up. Yeah, you did. You fucked up, Mike. And with that, like I said, go follow our buddy David over at uh, Through the Muck and the Mire on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at IgnoreTheRant underscore podcast on IG. And please don't forget to scroll down to the bottom of your Apple podcast player and give us a rating and review how many times do we have to ask i'm gonna do it every episode i know well, <laughs> just keep asking maybe somebody will do it one day we st we're still getting new listeners doug we even got one in the netherlands i appreciate you the netherlands <laughs> yeah and uh eddie's home 
Canada's still holding strong. Ontario, we love you. Hell, whenever these this lockdown COVID thing ends and international travel is open up, I'd like to come to your fair country. Sure. And hang out. Yeah. Just see what's going on. Go check out Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely partake of some of your fine, fine edibles. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the week that is the week that is before the week before the election is now concluded. It's done. And uh, I got a shout out. What you got? Hey, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that listens this the far. The only one that cares. <laughs> All right. Peace out. We'll see you next week. See you.